Welcome back to the Hunger for Knowledge podcast. As always, I'm Will Beatty here with Mr. Tibbins. What's up? You know, today we have a special guest. We have my my uncle Henry, Uncle Henry Beatty. I call him Uncle Junior. He he, he get he he has two ti- he has two titles. I always tell people that. He I said my uncle, my uncle has right. two titles. That's all right. <laughs> but uh oh oh they're blowing him up. They're blowing him up. The people need him. <laughs> Come on, Will. The people need him. <laughs> but um yeah I, you know I I've always enjoyed having my you know my conversations. You know, sometimes you talk to people and you can see them trying to squirm out of a conversation, you know. You can see them trying to be like, uh, you know, they don't want to talk about certain things. They won't they won't get into certain things. But, you know, I think this show is really just about everybody who I've ever brought on here is because they'll they'll get into they'll actually get into how they feel. And how, you know, give you a real, uh, you know, I just want something real, you know. So, yeah, I'll hand it over to you and let you do a little bit of uh, introducing of yourself. All right. Well, thank you, Will. And uh, thank you uh, for this opportunity, gentlemen, to uh, come on. Uh, My name is Henry Beatty Jr. Um, I'm the son of Henry Beatty Sr. from Chester, Pennsylvania. Yes, I grew up in the streets of Chester, Pennsylvania. Retired military and full-time ministry right now, but I'm retiring from that somewhat too. Uh, I'm 68, almost 69 years old, so I've come through all the generations you can name. I've come from the middle 50s until now and seen things and experienced things that uh, really has made me and helped me be the man I am. Some good as well as some bad stuff. <laughs> And so I don't mind, and I appreciate my nephew, uh, Will. Uh, he is he is always say, Uncle Junior, let's talk, and we don't mind talking. And I like I like sharing um, because here here we are now, where communication is really got to be the key to success of anything. We don't talk like we used to talk. We don't sit down and conversate like we used to conversate. But now this is a platform where, whereas we were just talking a little while ago about uh, as a preacher, you like having somebody in front of you. Yeah. But this is 21st century. And this does spread out. You said you were all the way over in yeah, we, different nations, Somalia and things like yeah. that. And uh, so my, my, my whole uh, thing is today is just to enjoy these gentlemen here. And uh, I, I come to not do anything else but just talk. And I can do that with no problem. I think what's good is uh, the firsthand, ex- just from the gathering, what we talked about before we got on here is firsthand experience, which nowadays we don't get much of. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's hard to that firsthand experience. I I, say, I tell my wife all the time, like the, the your generation that is slowly dying off mm-hmm. is like the things they've lived through. And like the generation where they lived through the Great Depression, those things like you can't, mm-hmm. like all those things are the firsthand stories of those will never get back. And like it's things that everybody should listen to and learn of. Yeah. And because like I mean the things we're going through now, you know, you can go back and hear somebody talk about that stuff and and understand what happened, mm-hmm. not from a book because a book is an interpretation of somebody else. Yeah, true. You know, so I, I think That's it's true. very important to hear 
you know, the actual experiences of people. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind sharing because that's the thing. One of the things some people don't like to share because my life was too tragic or too bad. No, listen, life is this life. Um, I've, I, like I, said, I grew up in the 1953, eight years after World War II. So I'm the generation after the greatest generation they call it. I'm the generation, I'm the baby boomer. I'm the boomer in the baby. And, uh, and so I've come through uh, the 50s, the 60s, and I share with people all the time, um, every revolution you can name, I lived through it. From the sexual, from the drug, from the racial, all through the 50s and 60s and 70s, I've lived that. I went into the military six months before Vietnam was over, and I got out one year after Desert Storm, and all the little skirmishes in between. And I can speak from from being a servant, because that's what you do. They say you go into service. Well, I served my mom and dad, his grandmom and granddaddy, for the first 19 years of life. My daddy said, you got to do something, son. Go to school, go to work. Go to the military, but you're going out of here. I grew up in that generation. <laughs> you're going. And, and I went to the military for 21 years, two months and 18 days. I served the United States Air Force and learned a lot of stuff about people all over the world. And then I got out, and halfway from my t- between my tour, just a little bit, between my tour, I was called into the ministry. So for the last 36 years of my life, I've been in ministry. And seeing people... In three or four different states, I've ministered and been in states and two nations, two different separate nations. And you come to find out something. My grand, my my father, his grandfather used to say all the time, "Son, people don't know what the other side of the world is doing until they go visit and see what they do." I didn't never understand it until I start doing it. You know, when you go out and see those things. So, and to share with with young men like you, and that's and that's what's thrilling to me, is to have young men that are willing. To speak your mind, you know, I, I came up, speak up your mind and stand on what you, your convictions are, you know, and be willing to say, okay, I could be wrong, but I ain't all wrong. <laughs> I can be right, but I ain't all right either, you know, and share because now we don't seem like we want to talk anymore. Right. We just want to do what we want to do and not care about the rest of the world around us. And that, that concerns me. So that, that's. That's one of the reasons why when Will asked me to do this, I said, okay, Will, what's the, he said, just talk. That's him. Just talk. I said, okay. He said, what's the topic? I said, well, you're the topic. <laughs> Technically, I mean, that's, that's, that's the, you know. Well, experience, as you say, experience is one, they always say is one of those great educators. And from the experience of things of having friends that you lose and <clears> loved ones <throat> that you lose, I've lost a wife from, death and I lost a wife through divorce and now I have a new wife that's that's there. I've had the ups and downs in life, you know. And you live long enough, you're going to have some ups and downs in life. Yeah. But but as you get older, and I'm finding out something, bro. The older you get, the highs are not as high anymore and yeah. the lows are not as low. Yeah. And it's almost like your car. You just learn to roll ride on those nice cushions. You just, you know, just let it ease and ride into it. And you don't, and you don't break as easy, you don't fall apart as easy. Things that would bother you years ago don't bother you yeah. anymore. And uh, and you just learn that sometimes you just have to learn how to chill and understand something. You're not the only one in the world. 
there's millions of people around and they all have their own thoughts, their own feelings, their own opinions, their own beliefs. So you go from there. Go from there. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's all. I mean, as I get older, you know, <clears throat> it's funny. Sometimes I'll talk to people and uh, they'll say something like, you know, it'll be like their birthday or something. And they'll be like, oh, it's another birthday, another. This. I said, you do know that's the point, right? <laughs> you know, the point is to, 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 to live just, you know, to one more year, one more whatever, one more day, whatever. But, yeah, that's why, you know, I, I enjoy getting that. Uh, that the knowledge from 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 older generations, because uh, it means something to me. I, you know, not uh, you know, I I can talk to a lot of people my age and younger, and you know, some people older. You know, who you know, they just they don't feel like they they. Some people feel like they know everything. They feel like they know, like you know, and like we were saying, experience. You can't fake experience. You no. can't fake that. And uh, I, I don't know about other people, but I need all the help I can get through life because, you know, it's not, it's not the thing that, uh, you know, sometimes I think, uh, you know, we do a disservice to children by kind of shielding them from the realities of the world for so long. And then one day, just like, surprise, here, here it is. Here's the world. And you're like, what is that? I thought this looks like a sci-fi movie. This doesn't even look real, you know. Um, one thing is the the a common thread um, on this show is we usually have basketball players. This started yeah. out. This started yeah. out. With the you know me and Rob playing basketball and stuff. And and you know I you know I know you played basketball coming up, so I was always interested in in you know how you you started you know playing basketball and and getting into all of that. Well, for me. <clears throat> It was not easy. Uh, when I went to high school, I was in junior high school. I was five foot seven and weighed maybe a hundred pounds. One summer, I went from five seven to six one in one summer. All my clothes were gone, all those <laughs> things. But I played ball with the big boys. I never was afraid to play with the big boys. Then when I get to be a big boy, yeah. I said, "Okay." But then I understand after a while, there's bigger boys than me. Because when I was playing, Will, and I didn't play in high school, I wasn't big enough. I played against all the high school team guys, mm -hmm. but I didn't play because I was six foot two, 140 pounds. They threw me around like I was nothing, but I wasn't afraid of them. Yeah, right. So when I went to the military and I gained about 20 pounds and started playing in the military and playing sports, then the skills that I learned playing when I was smaller stepped up. Now you can't beat me around under the boards. You can't yeah. do those things. Now I'm going to start doing some things and learn. So it started with that. And eventually one, one base I went to, I just walked on the base and the guy said, Hey, you play basketball? Yeah. He said, Hey, we got base team tryouts. You want to come to our tryout? <laughs> sure. No problem. Made the team. And that helped me to, to, to see that, it doesn't make no difference how you started. It's if you're ready when they got the call. See, that's all we always want. <laughs> when you you ready to sit, when they called you on, don't sit on the bench and just sit there. Uh, like you see, I, I can't deal with this now. Sit on the bench like you ain't even the game. No, you sitting there looking like this. 
Coach saying, yeah. let's go. Well, they called me because my name is Henry Beatty. My base team coach called me Bad Henry. And I said, why you call me that? He said, Bad Henry. I grew up at the same time the bad boys of Detroit was around. And so I became one of the bad boys of the team. <laughs> oh, I got five fouls. So he said, you see Will over there? You see Will? Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? You see Will over there? You start to sound like how I play. You see him over there? He's scoring too much. Take care of him. I knew what that meant. He go up, you hit my rib every now and then. You make him think about stuff. You get in his head. Yeah. You know, you do those things. I knew I wasn't a starter, but I knew I can give up five fouls. But he going to stop doing what he's doing, you yeah. know. And so those things got – and then – Basketball helped me understand life and strategy. I'm a strategist. I love strategy, how you do this and how you do that. And even even my nephew, when he was growing up, he played me. I said, Will, remember I said, Will, yeah. you got to learn to play guys bigger than you. Yeah. I'd be wearing him out. He's yeah. like, ah. But he ended up playing guys bigger than him because Uncle Graham said, you got to learn to play guys bigger than you yeah. and stronger than you. you. You can play against them. Because if they ever sense that you can't play against them and you've got fear, you lost the battle. Just <laughs> yeah. make them think. That's the point. <laughs> Just yeah. make them think. Just yeah. make them think. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to score, but I'm going to tell you one thing. You ain't going to score too many either. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. De defense wins championships. 100%. Defense wins championships. So, you talking about basketball? That's my basketball experience. Defense. If I can stop you. That's all that counts. Yeah. Yeah. If you because you can score a hundred and a hundred points, but the other team score 101, you lost. Don't yeah. make no difference. Uh, yeah. And try to teach that to young people. And I, I'm proud of Will and Al, because they learned a little bit. I think they learned a bit about Uncle Henry and and, and Dad that we yeah. just learned to play. And I one thing I can stand, I get off of this one, is if you can't play as hard as I can and I'm playing, get off the score. Get off the field. I play football to get off. I don't hear no whining and crying. If I'm diving for it and get tore up, you're going to die for it. If you don't, go. Yeah, I was I was playing, what was it, uh, yesterday. I played yesterday morning. That might be a good place for you to go up there. You might like that. It's uh, <laughs> we, we play at this church <laughs> up in Sink and Spring. Uh, it's Thanksgiving morning. Two dudes who are on my team. Getting a fight, <laughs> they're swinging on each other. It's, it's Thanksgiving. It's well, the same team. This was after the game. Now, what happened? I, uh, I'm guarding the the other team's best player. I'm God. I shut him down, but it got the game point. He hit the last shot. They they set a pick for him, and another guy stepped up. Smaller guy. He hit the shot over him. Game over. So then the other guy on my team. He's like, well, why didn't you get there? Why didn't you? Why, why? And I said, he was there. He's just small. Later on, when I was talking to the guy who hit the shot. He said he called for that pick because he wanted somebody who could who he could shoot over. He knew right. he'd switch on to him, so mm, he right. knew he could shoot. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so these two guys, they're going at each other. And, and, you know, they're, they're talking. At first, I'm like, oh, that's nothing, you know. And then, it, you know, the next thing, they're getting a little closer. They getting, they getting, getting. He's up in. He he said he, he said playing basketball. <laughs> he said playing basketball and getting knocked out is two different things, <laughs> you know. So I said, oh, it's getting real. But then it's still a diffuse. 
So I'm like, all right, we're going to play, man. That's over with. Next thing I know, I'm shooting down the other end. And I look back. This no, no, no. People separating them. They, they they swung on each other and all this stuff. We lost like a half hour trying to just get the one dude out and like you know. But uh, I brought that up because, like you were saying, you know, there was a time last uh, yesterday where I dove I dove on the ground to go get a ball right. And I'm thinking to myself in my head, I'm like, man, like, of course, you know, I'm 34, so it's not exactly the same. I just don't spring right back up. Mm-hmm. But I said, well, why are you diving on the ground? And I said, well, because I'm, a, I, I play, I play this game hard. I don't, you know, it's, it can be, uh, sometimes I go places, it's not even fun. Cause it's like, people like looking at you like, why are you playing so hard? Why, why are you playing so hard? And it's like, I, well, if I'm not gonna play hard, I might as well just not play. Yeah. Like, what? What yeah. is the point? What yeah. is? The, what is really the point? Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't understand that. I don't. I don't get that mentality too, because that happened to me. You know how it is. Times. It's. Yeah. Why are you diving? Why are you push? Why are you running so hard? Why? Yeah. Listen, are you physical? Listen, I. I'm especially now in the at my age. I know how to play. And I mean, my offensive game has not been very good for a long time, but I can still play defense and I can still hustle. There ain't no excuse. There's doesn't matter how old you are. There's no excuse for not hustling. Yeah. Hustle. You know, now, like you said, I died for the ball. It might be a little painful getting up, but you know, as I played football yesterday, we played you, flag football. Yeah. You played with Mike? Yeah, no, 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 no. We played my brother. And oh, that's cool. Oh, you guys had like a, yeah, like a thanks turkey bowl. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the turkey bowl. And, uh, you know, I'm still diving on the ground and stuff. And, you know, 45 years old. And them guys are all like, I think the oldest, next oldest person, like 37. You know, like, you know. Oh, some little kid almost caught me, though. But I was a little, <laughs> I ran like 60 yards. He almost caught me. I was, but if he would have caught me, I went right to my car and went home, though. For sure. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't, I only know how to play sports one way. Yes. And I think it's not just sports. Like, that's how I am with everything. Like I'm at work, it's compet. Like I turn it into a competition. It's like it's just how I am. I'm, <laughs> everything is competition mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, but that's good. I mean, I I think that that's just uh, a, a person's want to 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 do whatever they're doing the best they can. Yes. You yeah. know, and that's the, that's that translates. That's not just something that you know stays on a on a basketball court and things like that. It, it gives does. You, it gives you a certain right. um, you know a certain perspective. Certain yeah. mentality of yeah, you know, yeah. that mentality, that mentality. Now I even see it up in the NBA is not there anymore. No, it's they don't, they, they don't. There's enough, you know. The thing, like you say, you die because again, it transcends into life. Yeah, you know, you know. Sometimes you're gonna be down on the ground. You're gonna be. You're gonna have to die for some stuff. You're gonna have to go for some stuff that you really don't feel like doing. Yeah, but you know. If you don't get that ball, if you don't get that what you go you go on your goal after, you lose. That's the whole thing. You yeah. lose. And I think I'm talking to some gentlemen that don't, don't like to lose. Uncle Henry does not like to lose. Yeah. I don't I don't like to Do lose. Do not lose. I will take it, but exactly. I'm not gonna set out <clears throat> yeah. to lose. I, Who walks on the fort court and <laughs> says, Oh, I'm just going here just to lose? Nobody. And if you do then you don't really don't want to be on our team. No. Because if you up there, oh, man, we ain't. Well, uh, uh, when your dad used to play, and even if we go, we play the game to 
11. Remember, you play 11, right? I could be down 10 to nothing. I'm still in there. Because guess what? I can score 11 straight points if the thing go right. If it goes right. But if I just stop, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I played a lot of flag football leagues, and them guys are like, we get down by like 30 points. They're like, okay, let's just, you know, like, uh, no, I don't think so. There's like four minutes left. I don't care. I don't care if there's 30 seconds left. Like, I don't give up till the very end, you know. And until I, until they tell me the game's over, I'm pushing. I don't care. You play and to like, the whistle. Yeah, people don't you, like there that. There you go. Yeah, people yeah. don't like that, though. They don't like it. And, and I think some it. of the guys in the NBA that are, like, hustling, and sometimes they get that, like, dirty rap. Like, they're dirty, but they're the guys doing the grimy stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're dirty players, you know. It's you got to like, have them guys. Yeah. You got to have them. I Like I said, the then, bad boys of Detroit. I told you my coach called me a bad boy because you got to have them guys that goes in there and they do some stuff and it wins you championships. Now, you might not be the prolific scorer, but if you can stop that other guy. Dennis Rodman. Yeah, Dennis Rodman. He didn't score any Bill Lambeer. All them guys. They wasn't all that, but the thing is, they They intimidated a whole lot of folks because all of a sudden you're looking like, oh, that's Will over there. It's still a physical game. Yeah. It's still physical and people, you know, I remember hearing, you know, Michael Jordan talk about how early in his career, his body wasn't strong enough to take the beating that they gave out. Oh, yeah. So then that, you know, but him being that. You don't if you don't shy away from it, then it just makes you better. Mm. So then he said, I gotta get my body in this place and that's when he really started working with weights and all that. And, and then he could take the punishment yeah. that he knew they were gonna give out and that's how they ended up. I remember I think hearing Kobe said when they were talking about Kobe and Michael Jordan said about him, he said he watched his work ethic. First in the gym, always in the last one. And Kobe said, I started watching him because if I want to be like him, I got to do what he does. I got to be where he is. And people are watching us all the time. Right. All the time they're watching us. They're looking at us and saying, where are we going? Because, again, it it changes. When you get to in your 60s, almost 70 years old, I can't run, jump, the shocks. And the brakes are gone. That, that's it. That's it. If I jump now, it, it's gone. I went to Florida to my base where I played base team. And I turned. I had just turned 60. And Jermaine, with my daughter, was there. And I was down at the one end of the court. And it was lunchtime. I used to play lunchtime ball all the time in the military. I down the other court just shooting and doing those things and shooting hooks and doing all those stuff. Killing me to chase the ball down because I'm by myself. So I go sit on the bench. This guy coming, he said, hey, he said, oh, dude, he said, man, you should come down and play with us. He said, man, now these guys are less than 30 years old. I'm 60. When you, when I was playing here, you wasn't even a gleam in your mama's eye. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, but I remember some Clint Eastwood, one of my favorite Clint Eastwood movies was, man's got to know his limitations. No, son, I'll watch y'all play. (laughs) I'm not going out there because when I get done, Ben Gay, Asper Cream, all of them will be my best friend. Y'all gonna go back and say, "Oh, this ain't no problem." Go back to work. I'm gonna be hurting. Yeah. I got to because they, but they see, they watch you. He said, "Man, you were shooting them old school, them old school hooks. You were doing and making them." He said, "That's what they tell me I do." Yeah, old school stuff. He said, "But, but now, come on, Will, at 30, 45, 
What sense does it make to go out there and play against an 18-year-old? That makes no sense at all. You know you got a few minutes and you out of gas. But it's funny, though, because it's like me, like, I'm definitely, you know, when I go places and when I play, you know, I'm not like the young kid anymore. Yeah. So, like, now I'm like, you know, I'm 34. I'll be 35 <laughs> in April. And it's interesting to watch, though, because it's like, <clears throat> and Rob has seen this, too, because, like, sometimes we'll be playing at the wreck <clears throat> and... You know how it would be, like, they'd be, like, 17, 18-year-old kids, and they'd be, like, ready to give up. You know, they'd be, yeah. like, like we'd, like, we'd be, like, all right, well, we're playing another game. They're, like, oh, no, we got it. And it's, like, oh, it's a mentality thing. It's a mentality. Like, thing. that's really what I'm really starting to see is it's just, like, a lot of the younger people who I play against. Because it's, like, I, I a lot of times, like, I'll get, like, uh the, they very rarely do small people guard me, but they'll go get somebody who like a, a couple guys who I was playing against yesterday. Like th- now, they, these dudes were probably in better shape than me. They were probably uh, they probably lift weights. They probably do all kinds of stuff, but it doesn't matter because your mentality, like I'm, I'm, it's a mental. The game is sometimes more mental yeah. than it is physical. It is. It's sometimes it's just about I mean, I, tr- <laughs> I used to tell people <laughs> I told Rob this before it's like one thing Michael Jordan taught me that it, he also I, I could always see in Kobe he Michael Jordan taught people to demoralize people like if I do a layup that you think is <laughs> crazy or you know he flipped it over his head and went and did, turned around in the air and did all that. If I do something like that, and then you start, you know, you're my defender, and you start mm-hmm. thinking, man, he just did that and went in. He didn't even act like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, well, what else can he do? And then now I've I've sown the seeds of doubt. <laughs> now, now you, now you, it, you're not gonna. You might want to guard me harder, but the body listens to the mind. Mm-hmm. Once your mind is compromised, this it's you know it's downhill. <laughs> yeah. When I was younger, we go play other places and or like same place we always play up against same people, and I was more athletic and more physically could do things differently. And I, but I was just as physical, if not more physical then. Mm-hmm. But a small guy, I was always the guy on the team. I was wasn't the tallest guy on the team, but I was guard the biggest guy. Mm-hmm. But, but it's demoralizing when that smaller person and you're a big dude, you oh, know, yeah. I, you know, you can't do anything against them because it, like you're not pushing me. Like yeah, he you, sits you, lower. He you, sits you, too low. You're just He's not too, pushing. Yeah, you're pushed. Right. You yeah. know, and right. I understand how right. to not be pushed. Yeah. You know, and so when that dude's like when I'm five eleven and you're like six four and you're not doing nothing against me, it's the more like, like you, they don't want to play against me right away. And this mm-hmm. is like and I played when I was younger, like you go and you go to the same places like, nah, I don't want to cover him. And not because I'm like I'm not saying I was like like from an offensive standpoint, I wasn't ever great. I could drive to the basket. That was like my thing, yeah. but like they didn't want to play. Cause then right away I was guarding them. They didn't want to play me on the other end. They didn't mm-hmm. want to play offense against again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? So it was like, you knew mm-hmm. right away. And, and like you, I can see when I go to the rec now, it's like, yeah, I'm old and I'm, I get tired, but like I'm there at the beginning and I'm, I'm the and last, I'm ready. Yeah. You know, Hey, let's keep playing. I'll play for three hours. Yeah. 
I'm gonna be tired of this shit when I get home. Mm-hmm. But let's keep playing. Yeah, I would know? rather I would rather an 18, 19 year old Garmin than Rob. <laughs> you know, because it's like it's gonna be fi- it's gonna be physical, and you know, quick. it me you know he he it actually means something to him. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. some of them, it just doesn't mean anything to him. And I got I get it. It's a sport. I mean, at the end of the day, it's really not that consequential. But at the end, but at the same time, it's like if you if if you feel like you're wasting your time doing this, then you probably just shouldn't do it. <laughs> you should probably just go find something else to do. Yeah, that's a, and that's a good way of putting it. Go find something else to do. You're I, not gonna do it. Go do something else. now. But doesn't that transcend friends, my friends, to life after basketball? Absolutely. You you get that? Okay. Well, uh, if you was a quitter in your twenties. I don't know what you're gonna be when you get to fifties and sixties. Yeah. What? Because if you and you're not playing ball, but now you got life. Reality kicks in. Yeah. Now you're the. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to do this no more. I'm just gonna quit. Well, you was doing that way back when. Right. Now it don't just affect you. Yeah. If you got a family, it affects Wife, your family, kids. your children. Yeah. And, but you had that that mentality never changed. And my brothers, I think. Some of that is is gotta cease because if we don't get it that way, I don't know. I I keep thinking, if you're tired at 25 years old, oh man, I one game, I'm I'm done, oh I'm through, and I'm gonna go sit over here under the tree and I'm gonna kill, chill out. What are you gonna do when you get to be 55 or 60 years old? If you that you, you already crippled yourself, not just physically. Now this crippled here. And the sad part about it is we're living somewhat in a generation where people have been crippled by their own mind or allowed other people to cripple them. Uh, allowed other folks to cripple them when you just like, well, wait a minute. I still got skills. I still, like you say, you don't, you don't quit. You still stay in there. But you know, yeah. when it's all said and done, yeah, we're going to sit down. We're going to be feeling different right. physically. But in our minds, we did the best we could. We put it all out there, and if you win, great. If you lose, that's great, too, because all you know is this. I remember hearing all the old guys. Now I say, oh, I'm getting an old guy, saying, as long as you leave everything on the field and everything on the court, even if you lose, you knew you did everything you could to win. Exactly. That's why, you know, I always (coughs) say, I've told Rob this, you know, many times, you know, my – my favorite basketball player is Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt. So, okay. the thing is, with him is like, even though like people say about him, they'll be like, he he wasn't a winner. You know, that's what they'll say. They say he did he couldn't beat Bill Russell and stuff like that. But it's like that doesn't diminish the fact that there was a whole season where he averaged forty eight point five minutes. That means he didn't leave the court. That me so if that's not if that's not leaving everything out he left so much he never left the court so it's like some people I think and in his case I know I don't know if there was ever another human being like that <laughs> yeah but that's he one thing I heard him say he said he wanted people expected him to be able to do things physically. But it was about his mental determination. His, like, the mental aspect of it 
regard so you know regardless of what what you do physically your mental aspect is going to come into play at some point in time and that affects everything mm-hmm. sports is really just a, a, a an outlet for you to express who you are mm-hmm. when you you know when i when i play basketball i know who i am i'm <laughs> i'm highly effective yet unorthodox like I'm, that's that's who I am in life. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not, I'm not, I may not be orthodox. I might not do everything the way that people say you should, but I'm highly effective when I do things. Um, I think um, the another thing that you were talking about was with the generation. I, I keep coming back to this idea, especially now in these times, the idea of uh, weaponized ignorance. To make a you know to to make um to make a person's ignorance weaponized against themselves to the point where it's like you know especially in in in, in, uh, in COVID world or whatever you want to call it um there are so many things I've come across within the last two years. That when I share with people, when I share these things with people, their they've their their ignorance, and I'm not saying I don't have my own personal ignorance because that's absolute. <laughs> I'm I, I'm ignorant sometimes, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but that everyone is. Nobody knows everything. No. So I've seen where you know I'll, I I'll you know because it became a, somewhat of an obsession of mine to to research and to you know how to, to, just to be a researcher mm-hmm. to be a researcher uh, in this time it's almost kind of like you get like <laughs> punished for being a researcher and for actually doing like your due diligence because what you're communicating to people who've done less research is almost kind of that people are like ah, I want to hear this. Where'd you learn that? It's like, well, I could show you where I learned it. Mm-hmm. I could tell you, but would you actually, you know, people ask me, they, they want to ask you, well, why, why do you think certain things? And then when you go to tell them why you think certain things, they don't have time to listen to why you actually feel that way. Mm-hmm. That's in my mind, that's what I call weaponized ignorance where you, your ignorance won't, will not let you grow into new ideas because they may not be comfortable to you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's a really, uh, it's a really strange place to be at, you know, to make the, it's, it's strange that that's normal. Like, I don't, I don't, I've never seen a time where it was normal to continue your state of ignorance. It's really weird. Yeah. But some of it is by, no, I ain't going to say some of it. A lot, a lot of, it of it is by design. Yeah. It's by design. It's not It's not just happening. It's, it's by not. design. Because if you keep people ignorant to things of life, things of what's going on around it, you can control them a whole lot better. You can, and, it's, and really, when it's all said and done, it's about control. Really, to tell you the truth, it's really about control. Either you have it or somebody else has it, but with the bottom line, it's about control. And whoever has control 
But they went, we heard, I think Mel and I was talking one up in Delaware, whoever controls the mind, whoever controls the finances, whoever controls the different, the different powers, whoever's controlling, that's the one that's the most dangerous of anything. Because again, if I could just control, just, just, and I don't have to have big control, just a little bit. Just, you know, you got controls. You got all kind of knobs on this machine over <laughs> yeah. here. A tweak here, a tweak there changes the whole thing of what happens over yeah, here. Right. And don't, I don't need to have a whole but <clears throat> change. No, just a little bit here, a little bit there. And I don't have to have a hundred. I just have one or two that can affect another two or three that can affect another hundred. And when you get that, then you just say, I've done my job and I've done my job well. And while you look back and they're saying, well, what happened here? It didn't. St- it wasn't a big thing. It's the little things. And it's the little things now that our society, and, and I'm not just talking about the American society. I'm talking about society on a whole. Yeah. It's little things. <clears throat> it's little things. And people with little minds, or I think I said something there, little minds, you know, they don't want to expand. Like you said, Will, they don't want to expand. I call it SI, selective ignorance. I don't. Like yeah. Schultz on Hogan's Hero. I see nothing, I hear nothing, and I'm going to do nothing. And that's what I tell I tell people this all the time. And like a couple years ago, my daughter, she's graduated from high school now last yeah. year. But a couple years ago, they gave, they gave all the kids psychological tests without my permission at the high school. And what they did basically was they sent a letter home and you had to sign it saying you didn't want them to give her that test. Mm-hmm. And as, if you didn't sign that letter, they gave it to her without your permission. Yeah. I flipped out. I freaked out on the principal. I said, this is BS. I said, you can't just go and give my kid a t- uh, some. Now, whether I agreed with the actual test or not, under I kind of understood what they were trying to do, you mm-hmm. know. But whether I agree with her or not was not the point. The point was, I'm her father. You need to ask permission. Your school is not their her parent. And he's like, well, you know, uh, well, you're the only parent that that has a problem with this. I said, that's sad. I said, so, so, I said, this is you're taking the parents permission out of their hands i said that's not right i said i am feel bad for all these other parents that aren't standing there saying what's going on and if you would have sent me if you would have asked me and i i, I probably would have been okay with it i would have asked you questions on how you were going to do it and that kind of thing mm-hmm. which i would have not agreed to it once i found out how they did it he brought all the kids into a one class and gave them all these questions and then they sent the results home in a piece of paper mm-hmm. you know and I was like, and I kind of freaked out about it. But now, five years later, here we are, and, like, these things are going on. And what happens if, you know, my son comes home, and I didn't sign a paper that I didn't see. And all of a sudden, I, all of a sudden, he goes to school, and he gets, you know, a vaccination that I don't approve, but I didn't sign a paper. Yeah. You, you know? So, like, I get it. It's like the – I understand what they were trying to do, but the, that's not the point. And, I, I mean, I, I freaked out. Yeah. I'm not well, very well looked at my, at the school because I freak out occasionally on some people. So, but they told you, 
Yeah. You were the only one that's like that. Yes. But how could you verify that you was the only well, one? Well, maybe I was Because they don't never want that will still in mm-hmm. hand. You feel that way. They ain't going to never tell you, oh, no, it's at least 10 that's more true. people like that. That's that control thing. It's like, if I don't, if, if you don't want to check it out, then, you know, you know, I, I didn't sign it either. Yeah, because there's, there's power in thinking of those oh, yeah. other people yeah. thinking the same and, way. And some yeah, people tell you that stuff. It's marginalized, you yeah. know, almost yeah. because yeah. in reality, when I, I mean, because going to the different, uh, you know, going to like the um, uh, the, the, the uh, school board meeting, mm-hmm. the, the one that had to do with the masks and everything, mm-hmm. I know a lot of them people in there, you know, they would have, it was this. There was the whole thing wasn't even really about mass. The whole thing was about compromising, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, a parent's. Um, I, I don't know if control is the right word, but like you know, it's it it's it was kind of, it's. Why do you think that you know what you can do to my child at school? Why do you think that you know what's best for Why my child? Why do you child? think maybe what I think is best for my child is not what's be- what, what, what you think is best? Because I, I'll never forget, I was talking to a guy <clears throat> um, I used to work with, and he had said something, and he had eventually got fired and stuff. It wasn't a politically correct thing that he said. But I remember sitting with him sometime after that, and, you know, and he said, he said, Will, you got to remember, this is this is a country of ideas. That this is this is this is it's about ideas. It's not like there is one idea. It's multi. It's people coming to different conclusions, um, through through their own personal way, you know. And that's what I think is slowly kind of being lost on people. You know, um, you know, like you say, you know, you know, with the, the it's so weird, uh, you know, something like uh, a vaccination or something like that. That's a that, that's a hot button topic. I never thought that the day would come when a person had to had to justify their choice to not engage in something like that to. To the point where now I'm starting to hear people in like mainstream news say, "Hey, well, your your human rights should only go to a certain level, hmm. and after that, yeah. you should be com- you you should be you should you should be forced into complying with something." You know, they were like, "Yeah, if Ebola comes and there's every one out of every two people is dying, stuff like that," and I said, "Well, listen, that's not what we're dealing with here." Right. This is not, you know, it's a different scenario. People mm. are acting, you know, people, this is, I don't feel very much like I'm in an emergency. I understand it, you know, uh, and that, in that, and in no way is that to, to denigrate or to downplay what's, what's happened to, mm. to certain people. But come on now, people are, people are concerned that they're not going to get their gifts on time. When's the last time you watched a sci-fi movie where a worldwide pandemic came out? <laughs> and the people were like, you know, I don't think Amazon is going to get here. That's people's concern. You want to tell me it's an emergency? No, no. An emergency is, hey, <laughs> you know, we go seal that door off. <laughs> we go get that gas mask. 
that's that's an emergency. People are acting like they, they you know, I, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but who's more concerned about Amazon got getting the gifts there? It's not the people. It's Amazon collecting their money. Amazon is the they ones got the money. They want to make sure that money keep flowing, and they know. Will told me you're your man that understands statistics and you understand numbers and stuff yeah. like that. Amazon knows in the last few years the biggest part of their business is this time of year. Oh, so if I most retail makes scared to think, oh, we can't, we ain't gonna get our presents. We're gonna. You're going <laughs> to flock to Amazon. You're going to go to them. You're going to do all those things because, and and get, and get if you think back on, who planted the seed that Amazon is not going to get your pleasure there? Most of the time, it's Amazon. Most of the time, FedEx will put it. It's the, it's the yeah. folks that say they don't have the big control that really have why, the control. That's why you go in every store now and Christmas starts earlier and earlier every year. Will, it's not it's not because they want to get cheery. They be they 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 relate Christmas to spending. Christmas. So now we put we start Christmas six weeks before Christmas. We we think, okay, now people are gonna spend money six weeks earlier. So it's just gonna be more money. We're gonna I mean uh, What's the day, what's the day known as? Right now where we're sitting. This, what's Black, the day? Friday. this is Black, Black Friday. Black Friday. Okay. When I was growing up, you didn't really know nothing about Black Friday. You just knew the day after Thanksgiving is when they had sale. They didn't even call it Black. That's what I'm saying. They didn't yeah. call it. Now, Black Friday starts in July. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when did this change? Right. Uh, first of all, I didn't even know there was a Black Friday when I was a little boy. Now, Black Friday started back in July. Huh? What? That's the early, well, they got to have the early Black Friday sales now. Yeah. <laughs> I've always said, I'm, and I've always said that is, you know, and, and people be like, oh, well, you, do you say only say this because you're a Scrooge? They call me a Scrooge or a Grinch. But I told them, I said, listen, there's a large part of what the world practices as Christmas that is a ritual. Yeah. Th- today is a ritual. It is. You're going to make people go out there and act highly irrational, spend the money that they don't have. Don't it's a, have. It's a ritual. In places. It's, it's a ritual to hemorrhage money. And and people are like, oh, well, you, you, you got to get in the holiday spirit. I said, listen, I like being around, uh, you know, good people and all that just as much as anybody else. But let's be honest here. What? My entire life, I've never really understood exactly what Christmas was. You hear different things. You got, you got mm-hmm. the religious angle of what, mm-hmm. uh, what Christmas is. Mm-hmm. You have like the commercial angle. Then some they th- they throw Santa Claus into it, and you're just like, well, I don't understand. <laughs> what is all this? A large part of this is a ritual. We don't speak like that because we. Uh, we, we want to be politically correct about things. But come on, we understand right now there's madness going on 20 miles from here. Yeah. Maybe even as close as Walmart. <laughs> or you're like, you have, like I watched my niece last night and uh, Joy. Yeah. Well, I guess I didn't put her name. But anyway, it's, it's out there now. It's okay. It's anyway. Like, they won't anyway, know in Somalia. <laughs> anyway, I'm watching them. They're not even going out like, uh, up until about 20 years ago or even 10 years ago 
there was no Amazon. You can go online do it. No, you had to went to you went to the store yeah, yeah. and you saw the big fights. Yeah. Oh, now, growing up in a generation where we didn't see all that stuff, and it got progressively worse. And who pushed it? It's not the people. It's the commercial stores and things. Yeah. They push it and they push it. Now we're at a point where they're sitting there. Last night on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, they were. I'm not even leaving deal. my house because I I'm a, I ordered my stuff online. I, don't you think they're well, saying? There's only so many it's, left. It's, it's, that's it, what they it, say. Right. That's what they say. There's, there's only a couple so left in the store. Yeah. and they and they and that they'll sell that to you in a minute. Oh, there's the last ten items. Yep. Go get a go try to get a hotel, and you go online and yeah. say ten hotel lines, yeah. and then you get to the hotel. Ain't all the way in the parking lot. Uh, I thought this place was full up. Yeah. Vacancy. All vacancy the all over the place. Because you don't know because they don't want you to well, know it's marketing. Something. It's marketing. <laughs> and marketing, if you market a thing long enough, your screen here, which one is this? Who is this? Vizio? Vizio, yeah. Vizio, Samsung, what's the other one? All of them. Yeah. Always shooting for you to make sure you get our product. They'll talk about the other product. You ever notice they'll talk about the other product and not as much about their own product? Because they want you to know that's defective. That's not all that's not good. The one, yeah. That's not So they don't talk about it because, in all actuality, if you hear more bad about something, you're not going to get it. So who do you think learned from who? Do you think propag- the government's propaganda learned from marketing or the marketing learn from the this, government's they propaganda? All the they, the together, they all in the same bed together, bro. They all in the same bed together, man. the propaganda man. the government puts out is yeah. pretty... Yeah, uh, they, they all in the same <laughs> bed. And the, the thing about it is they all they all profit from it. Absolutely. You know, because if you make enough, you're going to pay them taxes. You pay them taxes, then we can do this. And they're all in the same bed while the consumer... Is out there. Just that. Who was it? Your your niece or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just them going on the computer and typing in that information. That is data that that whoever they typed it in is now that company that website is now selling that data to somebody else. Yes, and mm-hmm. we're selling. So that's crazy. That what we say? We're selling out as we speak. Yeah. We're selling out. They sell. I get more people at sixty five now. Over sixty five. Medicare. This. I'm tired of all these commercials. Medicare Plus, Medicare, you ain't got that. Wait till you get all these phone calls. They're the same people. Oh, do this and do that, do this. They spend more money on trying to sell it than they actually make. But then they all you gotta do is get two or three to buy in on it. Yeah. Oh, you know, well, I changed over. And now and look yeah. at who they use to do it. The big stars. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that. You, the function yeah. of a celebrity has oh, yes. been really interesting for for me to watch like lately. Because yeah. it's like, oh, this is their purpose. <laughs> the only reason why you even know who they are is because one day they're going to get on a screen and they're going to try to get you to do something, and their prestige or whatever is going to pers- is going to persuade you in that direction just because you. Well, that's my favorite. TV My stuff. favorite actress. Yeah. She would yeah. never lead me wrong. The Kardashians she would never... are the worst of the oh, whole of oh the my. bunch. Oh my! You, you imagine know? you think about how much uh, they become millionaires off of just marketing. Yeah, yeah. billionaires. Where, where did they start? They're influencers. Where did you ever hear of the Kardashians? Where's the first time well, you heard uh, of the Kardashians? Her 
dad that's was Rob, the uh, yeah, was, Rob Kardashian was, uh, the, 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 OJ's he lawyer. was OJ's lawyer yeah Never heard of this man before. Yeah. Now you hear about his daughters, you hear yeah. his wife, you're all these feet. And it came from, like I say, commercializing. He didn't do anything but go. He was one of what they called that group. They called them the, uh, uh, I can't remember it, but they called them the, the Magnificent Seven, something like that. They were the big five. They took care of OJ and did those yeah. stuff. Not all of them got there. Kardashian's name is out there yeah. more than anybody else. And what you say, now you got my man, uh, I love Tom Selleck because I love watching his movies. Tom Selleck, I will never tell you wrong about refinancing your yeah, house. Right. Know who he's talking to, right? He's a senior yeah. talking to seniors. Right. Not too many seniors going to do that. Re- not, young people. He's not talking to 20-year-olds because no. they don't know who he is. No. And and, and when I flew, it blew my mind one day when I understood, you go to stores and you watch things and you listen to things. Like right now, you go to anywhere you go, and you hear all these oldies movies. And, and your dad said you love the oldies songs, right? Yeah. A lot of that is geared to towards what the folks that got the money right now. Yeah, now the, the younger the, generation, the baby get boomers, it, the baby boomers, yeah. and they gonna pay their bills. They gonna come after them. They gonna pay. You got group gens that. <laughs> That's I ain't got no money. I don't care. Are living, are living at home. They don't got no money. You know, they're, they're and they're set. They set got with the money. student debt, all these things. They're, no, they ain't set with all that. But, well, no, but, no, but they have student debt, so they have less money. Yeah. You know, so they 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 know that they're not going to go after them. So, so you hear, you hear you hear the songs from the Temptations. You hear the songs from all these old <laughs> right? songs, and they said, "Cause guess what? <laughs> Who has the money now? There's another generation now that's that's come yeah. out that." in the last 20 years that has money coming from Silicon Valley. Yeah. 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 Now you start hearing that music too, because now what you want to do is what they, what they call it. used to call that, um, subliminal, subliminal man, they send you stuff and that stuff is happening. It happens on your computer. It happens on your phone. Stuff pops up and you're thinking, Oh, this just happened. No, that's plan and design. That's plan and design. And the more we act ignorant towards it and not saying, like Will said, not saying that you're dumb. Yeah. You just don't know. Well, I'll give you an example. So Facebook is transitioning into the metaverse. Meta. You know why that is, is because the younger generation has embraced cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and stuff. So now they're, because they're losing that generation, like that generation doesn't pay any attention. Like my daughters, they're 25 and old, younger. They don't pay no attention to Facebook. They don't care about what happens to Facebook. Yeah. So they realize they're losing that generation. So they're trying to get that generation back by transitioning to this thing that they mm-hmm. think is going to bring them back in. You know, so I, I don't know if it's going to work, but. But it's still planned and designed. Yeah. And yeah. somebody's sitting somewhere and they planned that out a long yeah. time ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, it's the, and they're making a big money off of these things. I say pharmaceuticals are having a heyday oh, yeah. with the vaccine. <clears throat> they're having a heyday. It's like billions of making me. And you're like, oh, but it's free. No, yeah. it ain't free. <laughs> it costs somebody something. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> paying for this. You ain't making stuff for free. They got a sign up. I always see it says safe, free. And effective. There you go. And I was like, I, I've seen words. evidence to suggest that all three of those words are wrong. <laughs> that that's not true in, in all three of those things. It's on your billboard and people are passing it and all the, you know. 
But it's like, uh, uh, I think it's Pfizer. Mm-hmm. You know, Pfizer. I think that they they uh, I think they were paying. Uh, they they got fined. I think the the most in uh, a medical fraud case mm-hmm. in, in the history of the Department of Justice had to pay two point three billion dollars for medical fraud. And it's like how many people went to prison? How many how many people went to prison? Mm-hmm. And why as a society do people not view that as criminal? Because well, now they're paying just, that much. Somebody did a criminal act. This is crime, like of the highest order. Yes. Like you people, you talking yes. about people, you know, the little bobo on the street or whatever. <laughs> you don't talk about him. Yeah. These people are actually engineering. Yes. Uh, yep. You know, I got friends. I got so many friends that that were tied up in the in the opioid epidemic and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. I, I lost so that. many people yeah. to that, and it's like it's. I don't even like. I, I don't even think about it, and it's like. Wow, like that's really what crime is. Crime is the the, the real criminal uh, creates this 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 uh, essence of of pure, like, like their purity. purity. Yeah, like Johnson and Johnson, yeah. you, and you start thinking about like baby powder yeah. or something. Yeah. Even though the baby powder was messed up too, <laughs> you know, you it's, start it's thinking like all the banks. these. It's, it's all about the association yeah, of what it is. It. The bank, the banks would criminalize Bitcoin when Bitcoin. Like you still do it, and I, I just laugh now. Yeah. They're like, "Well, you'll see a TV show, and so and it'll be a like a CSI or like you know." And he's like, like "Well, well, he used Bitcoin to pay for that bomb." Yeah, it's I'm like, in. I'm it's like, okay, I'm like, let me understand this. I'm like, we know for a fact you can look up the fines. The bank banks have been fined for laundering drug cartels' money, and nobody went to prison, but they've been fined for this. And so I just, I like. I'm at the point that I can only laugh because that's the only thing left to do. Because if I don't start laughing, at some point I'm literally going to go insane. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, <laughs> you're going to lose. You'll it. see some other things. Yeah. Well, like you say, how much? Two point what? Billion two point three. Two point three billion dollars. And it didn't sweat them at, no, all. at all. They, they did, had a fund for it. It didn't sweat them. They had at a all. fun for it. They, from what I understand, they probably had a GoFundMe. Yeah. People were paying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they put it in the design, and they put it in the marketing that we know we're going to get sued. So let's put this off to the side, and we know what it's going to be. They don't, you're talking a billion dollars. Well, now, our government don't talk a billion. They talk trillions They talk trillions. They talk trillions. One time, growing up, a billion dollars was a whole lot of money for us. Right, right, right. Trillion dollars. You know what trillion dollars is? And they're like, oh, yeah. And while they're arguing about trillion dollars here and trillion dollars there and it was the bill was supposed to be for what infrastructure we got some raggedy droves raggedy bridges <laughs> why are we even arguing about this because we know they need to fix or your favorite and, and wills your children with your children yeah. education why are we arguing about putting money into our education when we're now dropping in the standards in the world for education we were once up there. Now our education level is going way down, and we don't. Well, I don't think we should spend that kind of money. You want to talk about do, infrastructure? How about we talk about Baltimore's kids going to school and having no heat yeah. in the school? Like this thing was. Why is this even like a bill? Be like it should just. Okay, here you go. We'll fix that. Don't worry. What's even? You know what? You you guys don't have to worry about winter wearing your winter jackets in class. How it, does that nurture no dis- learning? There should be no discussion. Discussion about right. it exactly, and if there is money that's already been put aside of it, where did it go? The, 
and I think it only speaks to you know like 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 we were saying earlier we we talk about the world as nations you know we say it's nations but really what we talk about when we're talking about the world we're talking about a civilization we're talking about a a civilization of the planet not there now of course there are there's you know the people in the Amazon the people who you know aren't involved in that civilization a world is not the earth you know what I mean a world mm-hmm. is something that uh people agree on yeah you know and now we have the internet so so we're all kind of tied together through that thing so uh, w- people are always ask, you know they always ask me you know politically like why don't you you know care about and say the problem is, is it's clear it's a civilizational issue we have civilizational problems that we try to say well we put it on the nation. And now it's the civilization because we figured out as a civilization how to de- de- how to demean people and how to um, uh, make people less. Make it acceptable. And to make it acceptable. Mm-hmm. Like, we, mm-hmm. you know, we, 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 we engineered it into how we function. So it's like, unless you go figure that out, I don't care what nation you are. I don't care who your president is, who your king is. You're going to continue to have these problems as long as civilizationally we, you, you, you know, you, it's, it's the foundation. People are trying to, people are trying to, trying to, trying to mess with the third story. Yeah. It's like, no, yeah. your foundation is messed up. You got yeah. stuff that you got to fix in the foundation, but I don't even know if we, <laughs> I think we're kind of too far down the road for that. Which is why you see throughout history civilizations rising and falling. Yeah. Right. And right. they get too big and then yeah. their foundation isn't strong enough to withstand it. And then it's just like, well, this didn't work. And, it's yeah. like, and then people got to pick themselves up and figure out how to create the next thing. That's, uh, who knows how many times that's happened here. Well, it's, it's happened <laughs> so many times. But here's, here's the, the, from my generation, our generation, the hope is Guys like you will raise up and say, enough is enough of this. Guys, and you see these things and not be afraid to talk about them and not be afraid to do something about it. Because the thing is, at one time, we had people that would do that. They would just talk about it. They'd get out and do something about it. But all of a sudden, you get a little money, you get a little clout, you get a little authority, and all of a sudden, uh, I don't think I'm going to talk about that no more. And now... Your children, your children are now going to face some things that we thought we could get rid of and get done with. But because we have people now that just say, eh, it's just going to happen, it's going to happen. No, it don't have to just happen, it's going to happen. Somebody's got to do something about it. But you got to have people that's, first of all, going to have the guts enough yeah. or the cojones enough. I said it on here. Yeah. <laughs> to do something about it, people have to be okay with being uncomfortable. Because if they, no, yeah. but see, because we then got comfortable, yeah. we got comfortable, Absolutely. and now we're watching our our children and our grandchildren and our children's children, my nieces and nephews, having to come up with a stuff that you like. You say, "There's no way in the world you're supposed to still live in in a country that's supposed to be the richest in the world and have a school that kids are freezing in." How does it happen? You, there's no way in the world we're supposed to be in a nation. 
where our infrastructure, where our pipes are over 100 years old, almost 200 years. Yeah. Why in the world are we still living in and this? And then everybody and gets water. upset about it, and then and three years later, we're not talking about it anymore. Yeah, because here's the thing. Like Flint. Once, uh, yeah, yeah Flint. I mean. Now, yeah. where Flint at? But Flint's yeah. still Flint. Yeah. yeah, they're they, still drinking the same I, I water. I think that they, yeah, still they, they finally like kind of like gave like people. They finally like gave people money. Did they out of that? But we'll But it's out of our thoughts. We don't. You know what yeah, I mean? but like, the money at the end of the day, great. How many people are gonna get sick and die? It how doesn't matter. Have, they got how money. Already, how many have, have and how many already. will? They. Oh. I feel like sometimes money is just something that they just give to people the who band-aid. they know they're gonna like uh, wrong. Well, it's we, the band aid. Like, well, this yeah. we saw in this last year with the. COVID relief. You giving billions of dollars and millions of dollars to folks that don't even need it. Who's in, who's at the switch? You mean to tell me I gotta look for this little three hundred dollars or four? And you gave somebody a billion dollars so, to bail out their business when they got the money already. How does that happen? So that's a sore cares- spot. That's a sore spot with Rob. Yeah, bro. I know, I, I know <laughs> so Rob, the CARES it's a, Act. It's a sore spot for me too. So, so the CARES Act. So the people that everybody votes for that are supposed to th- care about everybody's interest, the CARES Act, they vote, the, which was the first stimulus thing. Not one politician saw what was in the CARES Act, and they, every single one had voted and put it through. Not one of them read it. All put it through, and $4.5 trillion went to Wall Street. Yeah. See? How did that happen? Because people, and when I tell people this, they're happen? like, that's not true. I'm but like, but you can back true. you can back it up. Oh you, yeah, you I have hundred articles about how it happened. You you, you can actually see it happen, and you kept seeing folks. Oh, and already they start giving money back because they got busted, and they said, "Oh, I wasn't supposed to get that money." Oh, really? Nancy Pelosi goes on. She knows, so she has conversation with the president. The president says, "Hey, we're going to put this bill into Congress. We're going to sign it. Where we're going to." buy a certain amount of uh, electric cars. Nancy Pelosi, before that comes out, goes and buys stock in Tesla. That's against the law. Well, it's against the law for me and you. Not but for her. Yeah, to, not oh, no, for I her. oh, I understand. Yeah, it. for her, she plays by different rules. It, so when you it. live in a world where you have a justice system where only the justice applies to a certain group just of people, <laughs> you're, you're, just you're doomed. Yeah. To, you're going to fail. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. at some point, I hope enough people realize what's happening, and instead of just us talking about this stuff and and not and then the mass looking at us like we're the weirdos and we're the people that are crazy talking about this mm-hmm. nonsense, they understand what's going on. Yeah, yeah. They I don't hope. feel bad you thinking that way because folks in my generation yeah. hear me talking like this. They look like. How you know this? Because I read. Because I study. I listen to these things. I was just sitting. I didn't get this experience just not to know how this thing is supposed to work. We had civics. We understood back in the day what you're supposed to do and how it's supposed to work. It got off track. No, it ain't even on the track no more. It's it's the, it's gone. And we we got people sitting here saying, eh, well, it ain't so bad. Eh, what? No. Tell you and I if we get a a federal subpoena to go to tell me if I don't go to jail, if I don't show up, I'm gone. I'm done. I'm through. You know, you tell, you tell, um, (laughs) June bug. I say June bug. My (laughs) name, June bug on the corner. He just sold about uh, 10, 15 grams. What's the name? But you got a whole, 
you got a whole company <laughs> that's um, like it's what you say, Will, about Oprah. Yeah, o- the opioid. opioid. Yeah. It's 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 so bad. It's so they created a problem and then also had the solution. They created Frankenstein. They created the problem, which is the opioid ep- epidemic. Well, you know what we'll do? We'll just have all these uh, retreats that everybody can go to. And then, you know, that'll be the solution. Mm-hmm. So the same companies that own the problem also own the solution. Now, how does that sound? That's, 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 that's how, that's how a, you make money. That's, that's, that's how that's you the, make money in that's America. That's the fox guard in the hen house. That's what they eat. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you become a trillionaire and a billionaire. From a military standpoint, I always thought that's what they call a Hegelian dialectic. Mm. That's a problem, reaction, solution. That's They do it. That's a social engineering. Like, you can... They think think about that. We we know that it, they engineer certain things like this into how we do things, mm-hmm. and we don't even like. They've also created people, and I'm look, looking at myself when I say this, who can know this, and still let them continue. Like that's the thing. Like it's the it's that's the, the it's the conditioning that's happening, that uh, or the you know the condition that's happening to people that that makes it. That's why it's it's genius. It is. It's, it's genius. nefariously you, genius. You created a docile. The, all of the. I remember they always used to talk about. You know they said they they want to create a docile populace who pays attention to instruction. Um, so that they're e- more easily controlled. And this is, you know, this is what I've been hearing for like, at least, you know, for me, the least the last 20 years. And it's been going on longer. Really? But now I actually think that they've created that ideal citizen. Like, I think that they've, they, they have these people that I've seen them. These are the people who will um, <clears throat> uh, go tell on you. For, you know what I mean? Who snitch you out? Um, it, it, you know, if you have a gathering or if at you're your building house, a shed, that the, you have you're building <laughs> those shed. kinds of you're things. You're building a shed at your house. You, your land, your land, my property, your property. That's why on the. That's why one of my favorite movies on the Matrix. One of the best analogies they had for it was. They had these in the Matrix. They have these machines, and they would look like these FBI agents, right? Mm-hmm. They had mm-hmm. the agents, and the agents could become anybody who was still tapped into the Matrix. So they could just become these people, and sure. that's a, that's what you see. You see, uh, a person will quickly turn into uh, an informant because they have become the defender of this thing. Because at the core of the thing, they know that it's they know that there's at least some people who understand that it's not beneficial for the people. It's just you know it's it's you it's just not beneficial for them. Here I am as an American saying that right, and my you know <laughs> it reminds me when I was uh, uh, listening to uh, I might have told you about this Rob, but. Um, Sugar Ray Leonard was talking about when he fought Roberto Duran, and he was talking about how he he said he said you know I was from the streets, and he was like he was like but where Roberto Duran was from, my streets was like middle class to him. 
Mm-hmm. Like he, mm-hmm. so, so it's like here mm-hmm. I am. I'm saying mm-hmm. this, and I've had a rather uh, comfortable life and things like that. But what is it like for the person who's living on a trash pile in Somalia? You know what I mean? Like that's that's you know, I'm I'm thinking about. I'm just like this this something's got to give. You can't just make a whole world like that. Yeah, it it's not sustainable. It just can't work. I think hey, the more I see, I feel like that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make a whole lot of have-nots and like a whole lot of have-nots and very few haves. Yeah. Yeah. And did you ever watch the Hunger Games? I, I've I've seen bits and pieces. It's of like it. it's like uh, it's like people live in si- like sections of the city, and you're in different sections, mm-hmm. and you only get mm-hmm. you know. It's like uh, socialism, kind of, where you only get a certain amount of money and every, and then there's a whole nother city over to like two miles from that place, and it's just buildings, and it looks like the Emerald City, you know what I mean? And and like you gotta have a certain kind of a certain status to live in the Emerald mm-hmm. City because if you don't, know, no, we don't, we want you over there. Yeah, because like the, I mean, you're the dirty people. Yeah, and like uh, like the, it's. It's exactly what they're doing in uh, in China. So they have the social credit score, you know. And like, listen, it, it, you know, I'm gonna be like a negative five on the social yeah. credit score because yeah, it's just like well I do things how I do things. I don't care. I don't care what happens. But like, that that like I see these things. Like to me, like I always wondered how. <laughs> I said this before. Like how, like Hitler got people to like regular people to like kill people in the streets. And I feel like now people ain't killing people in the streets yet, but I feel like I'm watching the beginning of that. Oh yeah. Um, I, I remember one of the one of the generals or something for the Nazis. I remember during the Nuremberg trials, and they asked them. They said, "Yeah, how did you get people to go along with this? How did you get them to?" He said, "All we had, we realized that if we could create an enemy for the people to go against." And make them think that they were constantly in danger, that we could control them. Sounds and familiar. That's, and, that, and that's, that, that's happening as we speak today. I don't. Th- I think that it's a content. Like happening. It's like a, it's like the secret. The cat's out of the bag. <clears throat> hey, just make the people there real scared and create an enemy that they can blame their problems on, and then they can, you know. Uh, you know, Isn't now that, we live in these times now where it's like um, that's the that's the you know the the unvaccinated has become. And, and if you keep those people that are allow them to stay in their comfort be and to be comfortable, like they feel like they're comfortable now, mm-hmm. and it'll, it'll it'll be easy. Because people don't want to be uncomfortable. It, it is it is one of those things you know, being to travel to different cities, L. A., Dallas. Austin. I lived in all these cities. Uh-huh. And now I've seen. I never thought, we say never thought you'd see this. I never thought I'd see in those towns where you could be from here to across the street, you have five-star hotels with limousines sitting in front. Yeah. And across the street, you got tent cities right in there through. Austin, Texas is the capital of Texas. Yeah. And the last time I was there, there's a, like we have in Philly, those bridges, those underpasses yeah, and stuff, yeah. is at least five miles of it. Within the eyesight of the capital of Texas, yeah. you got all these people living under these bridges. And right there on the bypass, 
five-star condominiums, hotels, so the folks up there can look yeah. down at the folks down there and the folks down here look at that and they're telling them, you don't want to go down there and you will never get don't up there. Yeah. Don't, don't ever try. Don't ever. Because if you ever come close to each other, we're going to stop this. Yeah. We're going to stop it. And I'm like, wow, I thought I'd never see this. They can look down from their towers yeah. and see these people starving, eating out of trash cans and tell them, you don't ever want to go down there. And you don't want to bother with those folks. You don't want to give anything to these people. And the folks down here, you will never get up there. You'll never be like that. You'll never, ever see it. And the haves and have-nots, for a long time since I was a boy, I heard it from time I was a boy. But now, they said, there's going to come a time when there's going to be a big separation between the haves and the have-nots. The middle class will never be again the way yeah, it was. Yeah, and that's what they're doing. You're either going to go they're up. They're killing the fight in the middle class. Or you're going to go down. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, yeah. well, maybe eight times out of ten, you're going to go down before you go up. Right, right. And they're definitely, and a lot of these, a lot of all this money they're printing is is what's going to kill the middle class. It's, it's. I mean, you know, you're taking jobs away. You're taking, you know, think about all the small businesses have closed oh, yeah. in oh. the last two years. That's middle class, that's middle class families that are, that are going to not, are going to exit the middle class, mm-hmm. no longer be part of it. And, you know, so we're going to be left with Amazons and Walmarts and, you know, whatever, whatever else you want to keep. And then all of a sudden, it's easy. It's, it's to me. This it's like what we're talking about. It's all about control. It's easy to control everything if now not, there's nothing about Am- Amazon's and Walmart's because oh, yeah. Walmart has no problem. You're they're in your pocket. You have no pro- what. You're not vaccinated. Can't come in here. Yeah, and that's and that's happening as. I mean, I don't know if you guys pay attention. Australia and Austria now. Yeah, Austria, Austria is getting crazy. Yeah. Like uh, oh yeah, they, oh yeah, they're like. Uh, and then uh, Lithuania. I was, I like, I, I, I keep social ma- media just for. I mean, part of it is to keep like keep in touch with some of my family members because mm-hmm. they don't live close to here. But part of, but most of it is like, I read the articles to see like there's people that will comment from other countries about what's happening. Like uh, I was reading one about uh, Lithuania or something like that. Basically, they're giving everybody money. In Lithuania, to stay home, if you're vaccinated, mm-hmm. if you're not vaccinated, you can't leave your house. You get no money. You can't go to work. So how are those people gonna? So like they're. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's crazy that's happening. But there's to me, it's crazier that people support that. And with all the history we have of like things that have happened in the past, and we have books, and we have the internet, we have all this information at our fingertips mm-hmm. but yet we don't pay it I, I tell my wife i said i graduated third worst in my class in high school i was never in school i never went to school never paid attention but somehow i understand history better than the people that got that had ap classes mm-hmm. i don't get it i don't i don't <clears throat> understand and i think maybe because you like how do you think that we've how do we get there? How do we get from wherever we were to here? Well, in some reasons, now, now if I get in trouble for this, okay. In some places, <laughs> in the last sixty years, almost seventy years, we were sold a bill of goods that was no good. I mean, we were sold down the drain. 
People say, oh, if you just do this, you'll make it here. You do that, you'll be here. Mm-hmm. And then when you don't get any of those things and you don't attain those things, or even if you try to get those things, somebody's going to say, well, no, we can only have so many that can do this. There's, there's only so many that we can have in the upper middle class and mm-hmm. only so many, but we can have unlimited nobodies. Right. <laughs> Sir, because if yeah. we do that, guess what? You're always going to have somebody that's going to be willing to do whatever it takes yeah. to survive. Amazon, as you said, Amazon is big time now. All those things. Who's buying them? Whoever has money or so pull the credit. Because right now, a whole lot of folks will say it a little while ago, a whole lot of folks buying stuff they have yeah. no way of paying yeah, for. Right. None. Credit cards. They just got credit card. So now here's the next thing is, okay, so if I get an Amazon package on my doorstep, yeah. you know, and I have nothing for my kids, I'm going to follow Amazon truck around. Y'all seen this, right? Yeah. And I'm going to take that stuff. Because yeah. here's the thing. I want to survive. You have more people now going to jail for shoplifting just to get pampers and milk for their kids. I thought I'd never seen something like that. You mean to tell me you couldn't just give them? No, we can't give it away because that that loses our profit margin. What's crazy is Amazon pays not one dime in taxes. That's the thing that you need to keep saying. Not only does Amazon not pay taxes, Jeff Bezos doesn't make pay taxes on the (laughs) amount of money he makes off of Amazon. How do we have He's too busy flying to space. How do we have a society, a Congress, or or or, or a uh, political people? I just say people that allow that to happen. How does that happen? How do you not pay no? Do you taxes? think in the past, like I don't believe in voting? I don't vote. I've never voted. I voted one time. It was for my buddy Geo mm-hmm. for school board. I've never voted otherwise because I don't believe that it does anything. Mm-hmm. Do you think at some point in the past? I don't know I, if, if you vote or not, but do you? I do. So, at some point, was there ever a point where you thought voting was maybe more important? That you know, as we have we lost, you know, because I, I don't know, like. Well, unless we go, unless, and this is with straight talk, unless we're going to come up and have some kind of way to change the system, yeah. this is the system we have, right. Sad part about it is in the 50s and the 60s when I was raised and growing up, mm-hmm. people died right. to vote. Right. People were hung to vote. I live in South Carolina. Up until a few years ago, there were certain things that were still on the books. Interracial marriage in the 2000s came off the books. There were things, and there were people died did all these things. What happened was the vote lost its power because the folks were sold this thing of your vote don't really count. And so the more I diminish it, the more I say my one vote don't count. I live in a town where the former mayor won being mayor the first time by one vote, which they took all the way to the Supreme Court. And I always tell people, ask him, did that one vote count for him? It made him mayor. It made him do things. But we've lost the power of that because we've let people tell us your vote don't count. We let people tell us that don't want your vote to count. 
And then I'm I what what bothers me is the fact that I still think about them folks that died, that gave up their life. I ain't talking about gave up the I'm talking livelihood. I'm talking about gave up their life to do it. And we let powers eliminate all of that stuff. Now, is it completely right? No. Until you live in a country where they have no vote. Do you live in a nation where their vote there is no vote. You do what I tell you. Korea, South China, right. Russia. You come in there with that stuff, they'll kill you. Right. They will kill you. So now you got you got this you got these authoritarians running the country. And and guess what? They just put people in place to keep them in power. And if you run against them or you go anything against them, guess yeah. what happens? You end up hurt or you end up dead. America's not the most perfect, but being and watching other nations, it's yeah. not the most perfect, but it does have one ability, and that's still right now, the power of the vote. Is it working? No. It's jacked up. I, I admit from yeah. the, it's jacked up, no doubt about it, but the alternative, you get somebody that come in and say, you don't vote. You don't have to vote. I'm the power. You do what I tell you. That's a scary thing. That's how Hitler came into power. Right. That's how Mussolini, which I lived in Italy, came into power. Yeah. All those, they came into power because they took away the vote and they just said, we're going to do this. And anybody opposes us either dies or you'll never see him again. Yeah, the guy in China, G. Uh, Chi or I, Chi, yeah, Chi. Yeah, he just he basically just put himself in power until president he dies for life. Yeah, president yeah. for life. Putin, president yeah. for life. Yeah. <laughs> all, five, all five, two of them. And, and we had one that once tried to be president for life here. And if we don't watch it, you still got people with that mindset. Yeah, president for life. I think Joe Biden though he can't be president. He can't be. He no. don't got. He don't got. I don't think that man. He's life. He's life. This man is over. And that that's, I think that, that uh, somebody like him, uh, you know, it's almost kind of indicative of, of, of uh, the problem that I've always seen and what I've always, my, my issues with voting, I think have always been, I think I've always felt like we were voting to, get someone into an office to continue a program that was before him <laughs> and would be after him that he was, I mean, when I look at something like, uh, like uh, just like, uh, you know, anything foreign policy, related, right. The regardless of who is the president, these people are going to continue doing what they're doing. That's what Dwight Eisenhower was talking about when he was talking about industrial, the military, military industrial complex. Yeah, oh that's man. that's that, that that thing there. Yeah. He warned. As time goes on, like, you know, I, 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 uh, you start to understand the depth of that and it, it lets you, it, it, you, you start to understand that like literally the life that you're living is some kind of uh simulated kind of uh, there's you know there there are people most likely making money off of your decisions like you like they Always. understand that you're going to do like you said with marketing and things like that um so it's like 
what is this like a if, if this is a chess game what is that where am i am i the pawn because i would like to believe that i was the person playing the chess game but i'm just one of these pieces out here and then it's it's like well what happens when the <laughs> and this doesn't happen but what 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 happens when the the pawn and the chess piece doesn't want to be uh played around with anymore because you just want to be free because that's really what all this is about it's about we you know when we talk about the constitution and things like that that, that it was i think created in order to try to give people or to to give recognition to people's inalienable rights and now you start to now i'm living in a time where they say you don't even have a choice like they're trying to say you don't even have a choice of what goes into your body so it's like so was this just like bull the entire time is this were, were you just was my was, there an illusion was of... freedom an illusion yeah. because sometimes uh, and there's varying degrees of freedom. Because oh, yeah. like you said, you've been all kinds of places yeah. in the world and right, you've seen right. you that see freedom it. in some freedom, places. They can take you know, all they want to. Some people can't, you know, can't sit here and talk like this in their country. There'd right. be people Man, in, dead, busting through the window. <laughs> in China, you, you when, when COVID started and they were welding people's doors yeah, shut and, all that, and yeah. like... There was there was reporters trying to report what was happening, mm-hmm. and they would remake a report one day, and the next day they were just gone, mm-hmm. and nobody knew what happened to them because China was like, "Listen, you ain't getting that out of there. Yeah. We ain't letting anybody." And now they they've cut off the internet from the rest of the world. Like China has their own their internet. their own internet. Yeah, it, like so you don't even really like, you know, don't even go to that site. Yeah, it, you know what's yeah. going on there. It, it's weird. I was I was share with you, and I actually saw. A military coup, wow. firsthand, oh, I in Turkey. <laughs> I actually saw a military coup in Turkey when I was there. I went to do an inspection at another base. Got there one night, everything was burst, bustling, hustle, bust like you down in Philly. Everything <laughs> gone. I had a cold. I got some medicine. I went went to bed because my next morning I had to get up and go do the inspection. About two o'clock in the morning, I all heard. Cars all over the places, and I, I kind of looked out the window of the hotel. Oh, okay, went out the next day, bro. Nobody, I mean, nobody on the streets. Zero. Now this was a hustle bustle thing, right? Yeah. It's seven o'clock in the morning. Not a soul on the street. So me and the other guy that was with me on the inspection team, we stayed on. Well, they put us in a hotel. So we're out there, and we're waiting for the bus to come pick us up. <laughs> here it is. Now, picture this. Then we're in Turkey. We're, we're standing on the corner, and the only thing we see is military vehicles going up and down the street. Guys sitting in the vehicles, like you see these Humvees, sitting there with their finger on the trigger, right up and down the street. We ain't seeing nobody else. He's sitting there with a big... Red, white, and blue USA jacket on. Oh, no. And here I am. Obviously, I could look Turkish, but obviously I'm American. Yeah. And we're standing in the corner with nobody around. And the guys are riding past us and looking at us like. So he goes inside. He calls out to the base and hey, the bus is supposed to be in here. It's an hour late. Where's everybody at? He comes back. He said, Henry. 
we need to go back inside right right now. <laughs> the government was taken by the military last night in the middle of the night, and nobody is supposed to be on the street except the military. We need to get back inside. What now. year is this? 1980. <laughs> okay. I said, oh, man. Ooh. So we go back inside. Then we get a call. Stay there. Don't go nowhere. We're going to come around and pick up everybody that lives downtown. We're going to come around and pick them up. So you stay there. When you see our bus coming, big blue Air Force bus comes, get on the bus, bring all your stuff. You're not going back to the hotel. <laughs> so we get out there. We're going around town picking up people that live in town. In front of us, we had two military vehicles in front of our bus and two behind us, escorting us from place to place, picking up all the U.S. Soldiers and Mayor Aaron and all that stuff picking us up. We get back on. They said this government was taken over by the military. They kicked out the president, <laughs> and now it's under military rule. And nothing flies, nothing moves without the military's position. I said, "What? I experienced this when they take over stuff." They take over, like you see Venezuela, we see all those yeah. other places. They, they take over. That ain't no joke. So while I'm standing, too, I forgot to tell you this part. I'm standing, I'm looking down the street, and one of those trucks stopped at a house. And like you see SWAT on TV, kicked in the door, went in the house, brought this guy up, beating him as they were speaking. That while we was, They were beating on him. <laughs> they didn't shoot him. They were beating him down and threw him in the truck like he was a piece of meat. We're all going on here. There are some places we haven't experienced it yet. Yeah. But that stuff is real. Yeah. And it could happen right here in our nation. The vote is jacked up. Now, one thing I do realize and understand with politics is you'll have somebody like Will come up, say, I'm going to run for office. And I got all these ideals and all these purposes and stuff I want to get done and see this because I want to see my people get free and do those things. You hear all the speeches yeah, they put. Yeah, yeah. Here's what happens. So you win the race and you go to D.C. or you go to Harrisburg. You get there and you say, oh, oh welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. Oh, man, so glad you won the race. <laughs> yeah. uh, man, so glad you... This happens in the corporate world too. So glad you run the race. Tell you what, I'm the senior citizen, I'm the senior senator or representative from your area, and I'm here to be like your sponsor because you're just coming in here. And you get there and you're all nice. Let's go outside and take the picture. Yeah. Freshman class. <laughs> okay. Now I've heard representatives and senators tell me this stuff. And then you go back in your office. It's a new office. You're looking around. Wow. I made it, you know? and the one says, "Come to my office." Now you look at all his stuff. He said, "Let's go to lunch this afternoon. We got to talk about some stuff." Okay, go to lunch, sitting down there, and while you're drinking your tea or your beverage or what, of your choice, and you're eating, he said, "Now here's how it really works. <laughs> you vote for my bill, and I'll vote for your bill. If you don't vote for my bill, because I've been here a long time, you won't be here next time." What? You won't be here. So all those ideals you had and it looked so pretty on TV, that ain't going to happen. 
And people don't believe that stuff happened. The Pelosi's, the Schumer's, yeah. <laughs> the McConnell's, what's the guy, um, um, well, McClaskey or whatever his name is, one of the Republican, I mean, Republican was, they do that all the time. Yeah. And that's why they're all old and, you know. And, but you bring somebody new or young come yeah. in there, guess what happens? Yeah. This is how it really works. It sounds like George Carlin. You know who George Carlin is? I took it from George Carlin because George, I used to listen to George Carlin all what the time. What he said about JFK? It, George Carlin. Yeah. Um, um, what's his name? George uh, Carlin is my favorite. Oh, comedian. man. He, uh, George Carlin. Um, what's his name? Bill Moore. Um, the, the guy used to come on, the black guy. You want to know who was, the, They all were, they were ahead of their time. You know the most. And look what happened to him. Yeah. The, to, uh, I just got done watching. If you ever get a chance, um, it came on maybe what well, I want to say Showtime or something. There's a documentary about Dick Gregory. That, that's who I want to talk about. Dick, Dick Gregory. Gregory, I think, while there's a better comedians, <clears throat> I think he's the most significant comedian to maybe have ever lived. Because I can't think of another comedian who ever ran for president of the United States. I, I found an article that said that there was a when huge... He, what year did he run? This is like 68. Yeah, 68. Like, yeah, I was like, 15. He, he, he was a write-in ballot. There's an article I found online that said in Pennsylvania, there was a huge... Like, it seemed like the, the gist of the... Was that, like, they manipulated his numbers uh-huh. and that he actually won Pennsylvania. It sound familiar? Like, so... It, so because that's the thing we talk about with vote, voter tampering and stuff like yeah. that. I was listening to somebody, they said, people think that this stuff just happens at one time. Right. They said, no, this is a continuous right. situation. Like, it's, it, it's, 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 uh, you can manipulate it uh, however you want to because, for the, let's be real, the person who they're going to bring out there, their power is limited. If oh. you ever thought that Donald Trump or if Joe Biden was the most powerful person on the face of the planet, that is a delusion. That's not true. That's not you really think Donald Trump is the most like like come on now. Like that's 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 a that's a juvenile thought. It's not true. There's somebody who could get him killed if they wanted to. So it's like oh, that this is why I mean that's what JFK, I think that's why it resonates with people, because it lets you know, hey. You don't play ball. You don't have to be here. We could take you off of this thing because you can think that you the the the, the head of the world or whoever you think you are. But there's some people who put a bullet in your head and not even think about it. Like I mean, that's <laughs> well, that that actually happened with Kennedy, and it's way past now. It's classified. It actually happened. He didn't want to play ball with the Joint Chiefs. They wanted to go to war. They course. love war. They yeah, they love enough. wars. Yeah. They, just, they love it. That's how they, they make money. He That's said, how they make I'm money. not doing that. He backed Khrushchev down, and it didn't go It didn't go the way they wanted it. We want war. But a year later, he gone. Yeah. People say, well, how did that happen? Because he didn't play ball. Right. When you don't play ball, like Will said, you're digging. there's ways that this country can know how to take you out. I, I tell my friend we don't think it happens. It happens even as we speak it right now. I work with a lot of conservative fellows, and they were 
pro-Trump big time. I said, the only way you can tell me that Trump was for the people is if they if he was in a pine box. <coughs> that's that's when I know he'd be for the people. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to be honest. Because yeah, like, like, that's the only way. There's no... He's... He's trying to build a legacy. He's not trying to build a, a... He doesn't care at the end of the day. He's trying to build a legacy. That's what he's trying to build. Look at him. That's what he's... I mean, he's done for years. But would you consider, gentlemen, and this is just consideration, if everybody really did vote like they supposed to and do, and they voted not by the propaganda, but voted education-wise, get to know who you voting for, Get to know what they're standing for, and and could back them up. It could make a difference. It, it could be very hard, but it could make it. Don't don't just go for a party. What is Will gonna do for my situation, for our situation in our community? Yeah, because that's what the whole thing right. started by right. what representation, right? What what what, what yeah. they say back in the day? Um, uh, uh, What's that? Uh, something without with, representation. Without, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah without what representation. Mean. That's what the whole thing started for. People were supposed to represent you right. in your community. Right. You get the people. That person voted in was supposed to represent the community you. and they, and what they wanted. Represent you. Right. It got lost a long time right. ago. Right. It's supposed to represent you. Yeah. Because what happens here? What county is this? Lancaster County. Lancaster, Lancaster County. Lancaster County is not the same as your county. Right. Next door. Right. It's not the same as Delaware right. County, where I'm from. They have different needs, different sets. So that person in those counties supposed to know your needs. Right. And supposed to fight for your needs. Plus, they didn't get paid. They, were, volu- get paid. they were volunteers. Well, that, but see, that might have been, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, been the kicker there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. When some money now, stuff flowing in. When, now, the money get, when, the, when, the, when the money gets into any equation, <laughs> we like to act like it's... We really do. We, we, you know, and I get it. I understand it. But it's like I'm at a point in my life now where my entire relationship with money has to change because I've gone so far. I watched what money did to people and things, and I, I got like disillusioned with it. And I was like, I was like, but then it's like you have kids. And then you're like, you know what I'm saying? Bad changes, everything. And then it's like, well, it's like I got, I can't, I can't, I gotta, I gotta, I, I I gotta figure out how to maximize it now. Right. But then even then, I'm just like, (laughs) I, I, I I have so many thoughts uh, uh, about like, is this okay? If you see, (laughs) if you if you're on a bridge, right, and the bridge collapsed up a little bit. And people kept driving off the bridge. Well, am I? I mean, like, am I going to just keep going off this bridge, or am I going to actually have to do something extremely radical in order to change the futures of my children and those who come after them? Because it looks to me as though this thing is kind of off the rails. This it's oh, it's, it's, it's not rails. like it's oh, yeah. it's not and. We forget that for all of its convenience and all of it, this is a relatively new idea in the world. This is not something that, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the vast majority of people who've lived, my ancestors did not live like this. They don't, they, they, they didn't define themselves by, <laughs> they didn't even have a profession. 
The vast majority of them didn't have a profession. They there was some stuff they did, but they they were self sufficient people, and that's what it keeps coming back to with me. I keep realizing that when you depend on the system, because that's really we're all addicted to this. We're addicted to the world. We're addicted to this. We're addicted to you know the the, the convenience and the comfort of it. I, I, me, absolute. I'm not, I'm not looking outside and saying this is me. So it's like, I hear my ancestors. I tell people this, you know what I mean? I told, I told my dad, you know, I said, not in some crazy kind of way where I'm like hearing some, some Matulu from, you know, from, mm-hmm. from 200 years ago whispering in my ear. Mm-hmm. But I listen to them. I, 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 I've taken in their example. I've seen what they said and, and, and I've learned that maybe that's the whole point here is like we wanted both things we wanted freedom but we also wanted to be controlled by things because those things could come help us you know we wanted convenient freedom we wanted convenient freedom yeah. and freedom is not convenient and, for somebody and freedom to tell you the truth freedom is not free it's just you can not say what you want you're going to pay a price for it somebody has to pay the price for it you can say what you want to. Oh, free or free? No, you are gonna pay a price. You gonna pay. And good part about it, like you say, well, what happens is you get down to the road and you say, huh? So how? Because I'm I'm about now, and I don't know how much longer we got, but I'm about now. We talked about it enough. What's the solution? Yep. We need to come up with some solution. I'm tired yeah. of talking about it. Yeah. yeah. What is the solution? Absolutely. Do you have a solution? Because we didn't talk about it way too much. Yeah. What can we see happening? Now I know it's just three of us in this room, but that three hundred, that three could be three hundred three thousand three million. If you three percent, three percent of the of the population started the revolution. Yeah. So if you got that, what is the solution? The revolution was we're gonna be free, but we're gonna have to fight for it. The revolution was, and and it's going to involve a lot of components to it, but the ultimate goal is for us not to be under control anymore, be controlled by things and all stuff. So what is our solution? That's why I'm asking now of my generation, the one before me, eh, it's about over there. <laughs> but the generation, your generation, yeah. And your your yeah. children and grandchildren. Right. What's the solution? Because we can talk about this all day. Yeah. But what is it going to be a solution? Or, or can there ever be a solution? Do we ever see a solution to it? Because like Will was saying, as a nation, we're babies in this thing. We're babies. We grew up fast. Even but as you, a civilization. We're, yeah, we're babies in this thing. You know, <laughs> we're, we're so... We're infants. We're like the little babies in this thing. Two hundred something year yeah, old. We, yeah. yeah, you know you. Got... And like China, yeah. China, China's been China. You don't even know how long. <laughs> yeah. And I'm riding around in Italy and go to Rome, and they're well over four thousand years old. Two thousand of we know, but four thousand. They've been around a long time. Right. They, Europe been around a long. We're the babies in the crowd. In the crowd. But we think we know more than everybody else. Right. We think we are better than everybody else. We're known as overseas. We're known as the ugly Americans. Most people think every American, you know, overseas, 
are rich. That's so far from the truth. It ain't funny. But we put on that air right. that we are. <coughs> and the sad part about it is we keep perpetuating the same thing over and over again. And nobody's coming up with solutions. Because right. the thing I'm concerned about before I leave this world, I ain't, it ain't about me. Why? How can I help Veda and Amari and Carter and your daughter and your children? How can I help them? Because if we don't get this working now, it's done. It's and then all of a sudden, well, it's already shown in history. All great civilizations eventually implode, right. and the Lord knows we are in an imploding thing yeah. right now. It ain't. It ain't. Stalin said it this way a hundred years ago, last year. We ain't got to mess with America. We ain't got to do nothing to them. They will kill themselves. Take them about a hundred years, but they're going to kill them. They're going to implode. They're going to fight each other. They're going to battle for stuff. I think they're you're seeing that already. I don't even already think. already happening. Yeah. But he said it for years ago. Yeah. Let them just kill themselves off. Yeah. It sounds like a prophecy, right? It and that's, like that's what I always say. What people, <laughs> you know, Whenever people talk about prophets and prophecies and things, see, in my mind, that doesn't have to be a mystical situation. Hmm. That can be that you're a historian and a researcher who understands the cycles of time. Mm, Right. So then you say something like, he knew the future. He understood the cycles of time. He understood where he was at and he could extrapolate and see, oh, okay, well, maybe in like 40 years, this probably going to happen because that happened to those people before us. Right. And that's that's uh you know I, I think about I think back to something you know when you were saying about what can you do and, and and that's really what it is and I've seen it in Rob and that's why I connect with him because you know you know Rob was doing stuff in Baltimore you know he saw the problem and then he tried to confront the problem yeah you know um but I remember on this on on the documentary about the Dick Gregory, they were talking about his his last performance as a stand up mm-hmm. comedian. He was forty years old. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he said he died when he was forty. No, no, it oh. was just it was he he ended up dying. He was like in his eighties. Oh, okay. This is he died very recently. Oh, fiery, just a just a just. Yeah, he was, he, he, that, man, way ahead of his time. He was fi- ahead of his time. He uh, way ahead of his. People say that the first time they ever heard about health related stuff was from him. You know, like he was, he ran across the country. You know what I mean? Like he uh, on a on a juice diet. <laughs> like he didn't yeah, even. Like he juice. was. I remember he ran, that aco- diet. He yeah. ran across the country on this thing. But diet. one thing he said, and this was on his last his last performance, because he he was a comedian, and then he realized, like, hey, like I I, I don't need to do this anymore. But he said, he said he realized. He said he said I realized that there is. A universal creator, regardless of what you want to call it. And he said, everybody's going to meet that thing at some point in time. He said, he said, and I realized that when, 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 when I'm standing in front, it, uh, it's not going to matter how many people I made laugh. It's not going to be, it's not going to matter how much money I have. He said, it's only going, all this, the question is going to be, how much service did you put in to your fellow man? That's it. That's it. How much how much did you what did you do to try to leave the world in a better state than you found in it? And that's that's really, you know, the foundation of of, of why I, I do it's why I make music. It's why I love to, to to still do this show. 
I don't know how many people this will affect, but if I can help anybody, mm-hmm. if I can, and, and and even that is a cop out because there's things that, uh, you know, I, I I see myself. I was telling telling my wife, you know, I said, especially with all this stuff with the health freedom and stuff. I said I got I I feel like I'm sitting on the sidelines, like I I got I, I'm I'm viewing it, but I need to get out in the street, you know, and when people have full-time jobs and all yeah. that stuff and kids and yeah. all this, yeah, it's, it, that stuff falls away. But it's like, I, I, I try to be in service of people because, uh, you know, I see, I see people every day, I talk to people every day, you know, they're beautiful people and they don't even know it. They don't even know how special they are. They don't know that it's amazing that they made it through the things that they made it through. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, you know, that's, you know, I think, uh, you know, uh, in in uh, in Hindu, uh, in, in Hindu culture, they, they call that Krishna consciousness. And in Christianity, that's what I always understood to be Service. the love of Christ. Yeah. The... The, the, can you see past the person who has these mistakes and these shortcomings? And can you see the divine aspect inside of the person? Can you see their worth when they don't even see their worth? Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, once you once you see the worth in a person, it's easy to be in service to them. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's, it, it's, it's, it, uh, we kind of live in a world where, it's not. That's not the message. The message is get as much as you can that's for yourself. It. You know what I mean. And that guy who's on it, you know, you know how it is when you drive by a person who's out there, out there homeless. Any person who has any kind of <laughs> righteous thought, it, it it stings you a little bit because you're like, I didn't take some something. I didn't take time out. To uh, approach somebody who's clearly in need, mm-hmm. and that's you know I, I I know I'm not the only person who that happens to, you know. But that's uh, it's it, I don't know exactly how to, to 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 impact the world, but at the same time, I'm going to continue trying things. Uh, you know, uh, you know I, I don't want my kids. I don't want my kids to be twenty some years old. You know, now you got twenty year olds. <laughs> like, they come, you know, they, 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 I got it comes quick. He has grandkids. It's like, quick. and people will be. I don't want you know. I don't want them to be looking at me and say, "Well, what?" So, so you saw this happening to the world. Right. You didn't do anything. Right. You just let it happen. It's like, nah, I can't do that. Can't do that. It's. it's I mean, I, I, the solutions. It's just like. <laughs> No, it's like uh, you feel like you have to do the little things, but then it's like the problem is so overwhelming. And sometimes you think about it, it's kind of like you feel like the little things you do aren't a big enough, you know, maybe as a collective. But I don't know. It's like weird. It's like to me, <coughs> like I always think, what can what can we do? You know, like you said, what is the solution? And it's like, how do you o- overcome this? ginormous you know weight this ginormous problem 
And it's like, and you can like, that's why it's so clear to me to see that most of this is about division and keeping each other away from each other. Because if we came together as a collective, Mm -hmm. that would be more powerful than anything. One thing I've definitely noted is that our identities individually have been used against us. Like we, you know, now, now a person say, well, I, I, I'm this, so I can't get with that person over there. Cause they're that, that, they're the opposite of what I am. And I'm the good thing. You know what I'm saying? Whether that be, you know, I, I watched it. I've watched it. I've told Rob numerous times when I look at the situation, uh, like racially, first of all, Racially, the the racial situation is something that is founded on some like we all know there's only one race of people on the planet, mm-hmm. but then we also at the same time say, well, what about the races the, 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 that exist? That's that's a form of cognitive dissonance. That's 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 not even. But then I watch the really well what is what is that why if you know there's only one race of people then what's the purposes of different races well it's clearly here because somebody understood that you could divide people along those lines and control people easier so now they're like oh well what is this what is the black identity you know you know i asked that you know a lot you know i i i had a song I was writing the other day and I said, I often think about this thing called black because my skin looks brown. I wonder why that's going down. Why is that going down? I'm clearly not a... My my coat is black. (laughs) Not me. So what is that? That's some sort of semantics. That's some sort of... uh, Someone that... uh, it, It means more than what we actually think of it. You know... We're, we're now we're along so many uh, individual parts. It's hard for us to find harmony with anybody, because you know uh, there was I I worked with somebody recently. We had a situation. <coughs> I'm talking to her, and um, you know we've we've shared our thoughts and our feelings and things. You know, <coughs> and. Uh, she said, you know, oh, one day she we were talking about, I asked her how she was, and she told me. And I, and she asked me, and uh, I said, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not just say, oh, I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm going to actually tell you. I'm going to reach. I'm going to step outside of my comfort. I'm going to tell you how I actually felt. And I told her, I said, in reality, right now, I feel like I'm kind of becoming some sort of like a second-class citizen. And um, we I, we started talking about you know the different things going on, and I said, me and my wife we don't agree with our children wearing masks at school. Now she's wearing a mask, right? And I and I I don't you know I don't got no hang up. I don't care. That's a, your personal choice. I don't got. I'm the, but eventually, what happened was uh, so she she so she said, well, there's there's. Uh, I, and I told her, I said, look, we, regardless, all of this is teaching me that if we don't get past this stuff, then we're going to destroy each other along the lines of our own individual, our own individual thing that we think is the best thing. And 
uh, I guess uh, she she must have reported it to somebody at my job. Right. So then she reported you she for re- giving you a she for- re- she, she reported me for you for her asking you how you were today for, for, for me you- for me being candid. Right. That was the mistake. To say real things in, in in a fake situation is dangerous, <laughs> and and I and I, and I should have known that. But but the, but but yeah. So 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 uh, they 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 came to me and they say you know she said something about about you uh, maybe saying you know, saying something it was about masks and stuff and 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 I said I I see what you're saying but it's like I didn't I, at no time was I disparaging of her for for that i just said that me and my wife would would prefer that our children don't have to wear masks all day we've seen studies to suggest that that might not be the best thing for your health um and um you know when you say say something like that i i, I guess what i had done was i had um triggered you know she i had triggered her i had triggered something in her to where her she felt like her, her she was being threatened or something and and that made me understand now this is a person who's younger than me you know what i mean this is a yeah <clears throat> they're younger than me so it's a that generational thing of so mm-hmm. i said under no every time i've ever talked to her i've only tried to enrich her life to try to try to give her somebody to talk to and to say real things you know i've never you know done anything but it's like do you think that some of these people that like I've been threatened, like yeah. somebody's threatened to think stab me, this. like I like with a think knife in their this. hand, like that's a threat. That's a threat. Like a com- like do they not understand what a threat is? Like you've been in war, you know what a threat is. Like this is what I'm saying. Like yeah. are people living in this like false reality where they just don't un- like there's mag they don't understand the magnitudes of the things they're saying and doing. They think that they, they don't they think that there's that the world functions in this way where there is defined good and bad. And I understand that there are things for that that that, that people do that are misguided and messed up, but at the end of the day, even the worst of people are loved by somebody. Hitler was loved by somebody. Right. <laughs> he had a family of people who knew him. You know what I mean? Like, right, so it's right. like, it's like we get into this juvenile game of I'm good. So if you're opposite of me, you must be bad. That is, that's how you create perpetual division. Because you will never, the, how the how can a person think? We live in times where, especially you know, like like we were saying earlier, when, when we're talking about vaccination, when since when was there ever one way to deal with any problem? When did people start to think that? When did people start to think that there's one way to deal with anything here? This, this 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 is the this is the earth. That's so unscientific. First off, it's not even it, it's unlog it's illogical. Unlogical, yeah, it's not that it's right. devoid of logic to think that there's one way right. to handle any problem. That's not the the way I handle how I eat is not the same way that somebody in uh, you know Ethiopia you no, know has, this 
You know what I mean? Now, now, what do I say? I say, well, I saw the way that you ate over there, and uh, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, agree that's... with your tactics of how you ate, because that's not how I eat. I don't. My way of eating is the good way. Your way of eating is the bad way. That's the logic of this. And if that becomes widespread. That is what I think uh, it already is. I don't think there's no becoming. That, ha- that has happened generations and generations and generations before we even got to this. It was happening a long time ago. Which one of the things you said, I was thinking about, you know, you were talking about experience and stuff. I'm in the generation that was, we talk about, let's talk about race separating, right? I was born. We were called Negroes. A couple years later, we were colored. Next few years, we were black. Next time, we were African American. Now, this is all in my lifetime. <laughs> my lifetime. Right. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, let's go back to black again. Now it's like, well, we don't know what to call you. And or while you're fighting over these different names, I'm still. A human being, flesh and blood, why don't we get to that point and say, oh, you're a man, I'm a man. You're a woman, she's a woman. We just get to that point because what happens is, and Will, you said what Will was saying, the word stands to me more than anything else in life now, in life now, is impact. When we leave this world, and we will leave this world, that's a reality that we can't even get past. Maybe not Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> but we, but we, we will leave this world. What impact do we leave? Do we leave an impact that can say he was here? And I think sometimes we make it where we try to make it too overwhelming. If I can, there's an old song that I learned as a little boy. If I can help somebody as I pass along. If I can teach somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody that they're wrong or I'm wrong, then my living won't be in vain. Sometimes we try to take the multitudes when all we need to do is get one at a time, one at a time impact. How can I impact your life and how do you impact my life? Because see, one time, sometimes we think it is only a one way street. What we're talking now today, we're learning from each other. We're communicating with each other. When you get when you shut it down to just being your way or the highway, that's wrong. Listen to each other. Now, does that mean we're gonna always agree on everything? No. Right. Let's agree to this. You have your way of eating, I have my way of eating. Yours is not bad and mine's not all good. But as long as we're eating, and as long as we're driving from what we eat, what the, what's the problem? Right. See, we, 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 we try to make stuff grand and big when all sometimes it's just that one on one. Because when it's all said and done, whether we win or get a whole bunch of people at one time or we just get one, that mindset will change around. That They won't be in that mindset like you yeah. were saying, Will. If we could just get one <coughs> to say, hmm, I've been thinking of this thing just one way. Let me see it. Now, we got to make a decision because you can only go one way or the other. You can't go five or six different ways. Right. But at least be concrete in the way you go. And if you go and be concrete in the way you go, and I'm concrete in the way I go, 
Well, you can say, well, listen, we can still at least go together because when it's all said and done, we're going to leave here. And I think the best way of leaving here is at least with some love for each other. And I think that's a word that's just got lost. And love is not just about a touchy-feely kind of thing. Right, it's, right. A, it's a thing of, you know, I respect you, you respect me. Where's that at? That's that's going out the window too. Respect. But the impact, Will, that's the thing. The, more- the impact we leave when we leave here <clears throat> is more important. And whether I get the credit for it or not, that doesn't make a difference. Right. Right. It doesn't make it's about serving. That's 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 something I always share with people now. We're more than ever. My life has been nothing but service. My mom and dad, the military ministry, it's all service. And service means <laughs> you're giving more than you're getting. You're putting out more than you're taking in. And if we can learn to do that, if I can look out for Will and you and he looks out for you, and we have it the same and passion and same degree of looking, man, what kind of world would we have? Huh? Just plant that seed. It would, it would just plant the seed and say, hey, listen, I'm going to give you everything I got, man. Yeah. And, we did, and we did it on our basketball course. Man, when we had a team, when you had a team, you went all out. And here's the thing. We could do it on basketball courts. We could do it on football fields. We could do it on baseball fields. And when everything is done and you win the national championship or you win the Super Bowl, everybody hugs each other. Right. They spit right. all over each other, all that <laughs> other stuff. And then is everything done. Now we go back to where it was till next season. And guess what? Seasons will change. Seasons change. But it's amazing to me. How one player can impact the rest of the team. But if the rest of the team can impact the other teams in the league, and the other teams in the league impact the rest, see, it can grow and get bigger and bigger. But sometimes it just starts with that one. And sometimes all we need is that one. I believe we're at a time now, we're at a, a pressure point, we're at a precipice where we can say, you can make a difference, and you can make a difference, and I can make a difference. We ain't going to see the same people all the time. You right. going to see people? I don't see. But if we can make an impact, and, and, and it can be where we stop thinking about, am I colored? Am I black? Am I Negro? Am I done? Come on, man. I'm a man. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's all. Let's think that way. Right. I'm, and let's stop thinking about, I'm an American. No, we're here. because. Right. People, when they die, it doesn't make no difference who's in that box or who's in that ground. Dead is dead. All of that is done. <laughs> that, that, Too worried what, about that, lines that... Yeah, that lines that, 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 that we border yeah. and we define and we put into play that never was supposed to be put into play, that was never, ever meant to be in play. Never. Yeah. And so, I don't know if you remember, I remember I made that... Um, <clears throat> This thing one time it was like those. It was called the spheres of division. It was just these concentric circles, mm-hmm. and it went. You know, it starts with like whatever. You know, in the center you have like the, I guess what you could call like the divine aspect or or, or the the spark that you find in people. Mm-hmm. And then that sure it's yeah, and then you know it's like an onion because then it goes. Well, what planet were you born into? Where were you born? What were you born as? What was your sex? What was your color? What was this? And if you, it just continues until you're this layer of 
different um, uh, individual. You know, the, the, yeah. you're in you're the thing that you think is you are things that uh, are, inconsequential. They're inconsequential in the sense that you're going like you're going to find people and things of value that are the opposite. You go. There's women. There's there's men. There's yeah. there's uh, dark skinned people. There's light skinned people. There's all kinds of different uh, all of this stuff. But if you have a situation where uh, you have people trying to try, trying to say, well, the way that they put me together, well, that was just the perfect way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and that's what I'm starting to see. I'm starting to see people who cannot admit that they're wrong. People who I uh, have figured out this this way of mental gymnastics to to to, to get in this point, place where they think my thoughts are unapproachable. My thoughts, are, like I, everything I'm thinking right now, has to be true because I'm thinking it, and well, I'm perfect. So uh, I, you know, I don't. It's yeah. like that's just so, uh, and, and then they're getting help. Because the media is right. helping, absolutely. The media is helping to fuel this, 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 like kind of this individuality epidemic. Not to say that it's wrong to be an individual. I have nothing wrong with a person being an individual, but when you that can become weaponized quite easily, and we've seen that throughout history. That's what Hitler did. He said, told them people, he said, look. I know you. You know you just came out of this depression and all this stuff. Yeah. But listen, you're part of this grand story. We 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 need to give rise to the Aryan race, and this and that. And, you know, <laughs> and it's it's a story you give people, people who don't have much purpose in their life, easily attached to those kinds of you stories. Give them purpose. Yes. Yes. And that can be a powerful yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. It gives somebody this purpose. So now when I see people, you know. And they've told people, they said, they said, well, you know, if you, you know, you come get this shot, you're going to be a hero. You're going to yeah. be a hero. Right. And I've it's like, and, right. and I get, I, 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 so I understand the thoughts of the people, but be don't get mad. Solution. Don't well, get mad you know. at me just because I'm saying, I come and tell you uh, the other side of yes. your lopsided kind of, like, I, you can't duck what they say on the media. That's that's everywhere. That's mm, evident. Yes. That's on the radio. That's everywhere. But what about the people on the other side? Isn't that how we form critical thoughts? Through weighing a situation and saying, hey, there's this what these people are saying. I'll say all I've ever been saying all along is, hey, listen, there's doctors and scientists who are saying that that's not the case. That what they're t- putting on TV and said, "Well, that's that's that that's that's fake. That's just like well, you, what his credentials are fake. There's just <laughs> there may it. be a possibility of a different way to yeah. to uh, use different medicines that already exist before this thing showed up that have been used for seventy years that never mm. had any problems, and we're just." And because they probably cost a dollar or two, we're just That's throwing the them to the wayside. Mm-hmm. You know, and now we came up with this magical solution that cost that make a certain company billions of dollars. And every 
It's religious it, in its it, nature. Yeah. And we <clears throat> have studies that are funded by these same people that are making the billions of dollars. <laughs> That's no that, conflict of interest. Yeah. There. Like the like <laughs> you know I have no, you want to get vaccinated, that's fine. I have no problem with that. There's a lot of situations where it makes sense. I understand why people do it. I, I get, get it. it. But, you don't, know. Don't try to force that. That's how you start something. If there was ever something that people would come together about, it's bodily autonomy. So how, to solutions, how do we get to the solution of, it really doesn't make a difference. As long as we can get along, yeah, and as long as we can, because tearing us apart is not working. No, pulling apart is not working. Let's face it, well, it's working is, for a group. Yeah. It's yeah. not working. It's but working but for now, some. but as it deteriorates, it's getting worse <laughs> and getting worse and getting worse. How can we come? You vaccinated or not vaccinated? Okay, but let's go to work. Let's just do something to help each other out. And stop worrying about all this stuff. Because see, some of this stuff we're worrying about, this little stuff where you got some major things that are going yes. on. What? Major thing. And we're concerned about this. And It's not little to them, though. That's I the know, thing. But it's that's, not little. That, but see, as long as you have people that's telling you, that's, not, that's one of the problems, too. Little, big. Now you Now you're now you separating you separate it right there. Okay. We once had a battle with... Black and white. Now it's little and big. Mask or no mask. Vaccination or no mask. You still got these separations and nobody's trying to say, well, what's the solution that we can all work together and just keep flowing so that our children don't keep facing the same thing that we've been facing for generations, for generations, for generations. Because it, it, one time, it wasn't, we didn't talk about vaccinations. One time, it wasn't talking about masks. It was something else all again. It was right, always right. something to keep you divided. It's the polarization of things. That's how yeah. polarization is how you control things. Yeah. It's the same way as uh, we have with the two party system. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah, I'm 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 thinking that just all about together. everybody is. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? but but the, but the, but what but then uh, what what's the problem with that? It's like like the the um, Dick Gregory was one of the first people who I ever heard like. Like, he said it straight up. Like, this was, like, the 70s. He said the two-party system is, like, an illusion. It's not, like, it's not, it's not, it's not helping anybody. But, so why isn't there a third party? Well, because that balances the polarity. That's where most well, people are. That's a good people, word. Most people are balanced in the polarity, but the, but the polarity is meant to unbalance you. It's say word. you're either this or you're that. Right. Well, that's that's the not word. where most people you're even exist. Yeah. That, and that's the, word, that's the word you just used is perfect for this. Balance. balance. We don't want to be balanced. We want to we keep stuff unbalanced because if you keep it unbalanced, somebody's going to be in control of this side of the weight and somebody's going to be on that side of the weight and you're going to just do this all the time. Just do this all, the whole life. is going to be this and this. Never say, hey, why don't we just stop right here and just get balanced. Oh, no. Because if I do that, then I'm going to lose some power. If I do that, I'm going to lose some prestige. Yeah. If I do that, no. no. So we got to keep, let's keep this. What? What is it? What was it? Lady Liberty? Yeah. Look, look, look how she is. She unbalanced just showing us <laughs> the scale. Just yeah. look at her. Yeah. 
And then every now and then somebody <laughs> says, oh, let's go do this. Flip it up. But you never the same see them get do. balanced. It's the same people who got cons- the, the, the control of the polarity who always have to destroy the 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 the, the balance. Because they they in them controlling the the polarity, whether it's Trump or Biden, whoever, they, they this is still their do, game. Do you think the human race is able to be balanced though? Uh, no, I don't. But I don't. Uh, but at the same time, it's you always I mean? like it's an ideal. Are we worth, trying to get right? In I, my day, in my day, I do. I seek balance. Yeah. I seek balance, and, and not to say that that's that that's. Uh, I don't. I, I don't really have any illusion of that ever being like a grand conspiracy. Like, but if it's like I heard uh, Dave Chappelle say one time, and he was talking about you know what he said. He said we ought to get a kindness conspiracy. Yeah, it's it's it uh, uh, from the standpoint of how you function in the day and your communications with a person are important. Because they have ramifications that you don't outside of your ability to see. You 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 know you never know. You know, uh, you 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 go flick somebody off or something when you're driving or something. Maybe that guy gets all mad, goes home, beats up his wife. Yeah, you you go smile at a person. Sometimes I watch it. Sometimes I'll I'll do something for a person. You know, because it's really it's a, that's all a blessing is, right? It's just. It's, it's to give something, you know, to, to give them a uh, person time and consideration and, the, and and to let them know that they that, that, that they have value. I love to do that to a person mm-hmm. and then to watch them go and spread that. Go go out and spread that. Mm-hmm. Now that you got that in you and you because it's really it's a vibration. It's like, you know, uh, you, everybody knows it's like to feel blue and down and all that stuff. And you also know what it's like to feel good and grateful for your life and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, a lot of this has to do with gratitude. It's about That's can you be word. grateful about what you have enough to not <laughs> to. Not, it, it, it's very. Um, there's a lot of people who can be extreme, and I've been this person before. But you, it's possible to be really irresponsible with your emotions and your actions <laughs> around other people. I've done that, but I also know the opposite where it's like, mm-hmm. I, hey, I could, you know, uh, I love the feeling of watching them. I love watching people smile. I love to make a person smile. That's why I do comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love watching people smile. I love to see people laugh and just to feel good. But there's a lot. That's not really what's, you know. That's not what's uh. That's not what's on the itinerary for a lot of folks, and yeah. <laughs> the world don't make it easy on them. Because the other side of that balance is there's people that love to see people sad, it's absolutely mad, discontent, they, and they just and they eat it up. It's like just as happy as you are. It's, it's a, just like they it's just like them. to see it. So, question. I just question, gentlemen, is when it comes down to it. When it comes to and we, it was a human race. I'm not. I don't. I'm. I don't even know if I can even say the human race ever get balanced. But what about just us on the individual basis? If we're responsible for keeping our lives balanced, it can spread to somebody else's life. Because see, uh, it's hard to have an unbalanced person tell you how to be balanced. Absolutely. It's like a man told me one day. Never, never. 
let a naked man sell you clothes. <laughs> now that's think about one. that. That's, think about never that. Let naked man, never let a that naked man title. Uh, sell like you that. clothes. Never let a naked man sell you clothes. So how do you get an unbalanced person to talk about balance when they're unbalanced? Somewhere along the line, you need to, whatever it takes for you to do it, for us to do it, get some balance out of life. And then you can go out and say, hey, and I ain't saying you got to be me. No. No, you ain't got to be me. No, you ain't got to be me. But what you want to do, though, and what we need to do, and I'm talking to myself first, is balance your life out. Get what, do what it takes for you to balance your life. And then you step out and help somebody else out. Because, again, you might never attain balance, but I think you should strive for it. I think we should all push for it. I think every day, and we, I think you said it, well, every day we should push for it. But it's hard to have right. an unbalanced person try to balance you out. It's hard. Yeah. It's, it's hard to drive an unbalanced car. I don't right. care what you say. You know, we've all had our car get on alignment, get off. You yeah. let that steering wheel go, it just go where it's going to go. Yeah. Somewhere you got to call for a balance. Right. You got to take it into the shop. Every now and then, we need to go in the shop, bro, <laughs> and say, <laughs> we need to go in the shop and say, wait a minute, I'm all balanced here today. I, uh, nah, and, and, maybe and admit that's why that we do it. Keep the world so chaotic. Because yeah. it's unbalanced. Because it's unbalanced. It's, it's unbalanced. With so everything people. you see on the news and everything you see <laughs> it's in always the world slanted. is it's slanted. We're meant it's to slanted. Be, we're, we're meant to be extremists because we, an extremist is, um, it, their their actions are very uh, you can guess them you can guess their actions you easily know manipulated. they're easily manipulated yeah. they're not in balance yeah. they yeah. they want you to be an extremist because the extremist is the one who is going to say it's my my kind and people who are like me mm-hmm. who are the best mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that like that's what an extremist sounds like mm-hmm. but a balanced person understands that it's not just about him, her, whoever. It's about the entire thing. Because here we are, we, we people, we're people here. We can't even get past the human part. It's other stuff <laughs> way, here. Way bigger. But I mean, like, look at the, 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 look at the way we, our relationship with the animals and just the way uh, uh, our whole, we're not even ready. They want to talk about climate change. We don't even know how to treat each other. Yeah. Like, that's not... Like, before you go figuring all that out, you got to at least figure out how to have some kind of a... a, a, a what a, what do they call it? A civil society. It's not civil. It's not civil, to, like you said earlier. How is it... How, how, how do you have, you know, these, these situations where people don't even have heat and all kinds of stuff? Uh, and think what, nothing's wrong with that. And think it's and perfectly think fine. Nothing wrong with that. If if you're gonna continue, you that have a way. group of people that think that those people deserve that. There's people. Oh yeah. yeah. See, that's the problem. That's what you hear. I hear people a lot of times. Part of it, people is like are, this area, because yeah. you have this area. People live in these like Ephrata, and they are unwilling to look past the fence of their backyard to realize mm. there's things going on, and they don't even. If you don't have a conversation, they don't even understand that that's going on in Baltimore. No. Oh, no. They have no clue. And they no. don't really want to care. They and don't, don't really want to know it. You said it. Because they're convenient in the place they live. Like here, okay, let's be honest. In this area, we have it pretty good. 
You know, there's a lot of industry. There's a lot of jobs. You have, you know, the Amish that you can buy organic food and you can buy different food. And, you you know, you have a lot of good things. But they don't. So they don't want to know that there's this thing going on in this other area that, like, is manifesting these other things. And if you're not willing to understand that and have a conversation about that, then we're never going to get to where we need to go. That's a part of that they don't want to know. Right. Because once you know something, now you got to make a choice. But now you you're held do something about it. Once you know something, now you're you held gotta, accountable. You're accountable yeah. for You're accountable for it. Because, so okay, listen, know you it. know this is going on, and you're turning a blind eye to it, then you're no better than the people that engineered this yeah, to happen. Exactly right. Exactly right. I'm, yeah, exactly. Because once you know it, this, yeah. yeah, now you're accountable for it. Yeah. You can't say, ah, I didn't know that was going on down exactly. in Baltimore. I didn't know that was going on down in so-so. But it, now you done drove through that and you done seen it. It, cho- it changed Now, it just, your whole perspective has to change now. It changes your whole perspective. Well, I, I was in Baltimore and I went to the aquarium. The aquarium's really nice. Yeah, that's what they'll oh, say. Something like that. really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Did you drive and talk to the people in other areas in, in Baltimore and have an understanding of what's going on and, and maybe ask them how we got to this place or how we got to the point where things are the way they are there? No, you didn't ask that. You went to the aquarium, paid some un- ridiculous price to watch some animals in a cage <laughs> And and then left and drove on the highway home mm-hmm. and ate at Outback on the way home. And, ar- and, and, and in many cases, you around. Yeah, they, you don't think those roads... The GPS won't let them You don't think they have... Places. They don't have exits? They're not stop Exits right <laughs> off the spot where you need to go for a reason? Yeah. You don't. They don't put you in the exit on the other side of town, that, where you that, have to drive through the certain parts no. to get to that. That's no. that plan and design part yeah, now. Exactly. So, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, designed that yeah. way. Oh yeah. Okay. There's there's a place in our town in Florence that the airport is in East Florence. Our, our church is in East Florence. It is kind of like the low end of the yeah. city. The airport is there. I found out from the city councilman one day. They take the cars for the folks to pick them because you got to go through there to get to the city. No, they would go out, go the opposite direction to go around because businesses are coming just so the business would not see right. East Florence. I said, huh? Yeah. Yeah. They go, I mean, because the people coming, they don't know. They don't know. But they go out of the airport, go out, go all the way around, which would take them. Five minutes to get downtown into the city takes them twenty minutes because they go all around. <laughs> Cause if you show them that, then they're not going to bring their business here. If they don't bring their business here, our economy don't go up. And then you have people sit there and say, "Well, I didn't know it was like that." We do a feeding program every day, and we have people, black and white, and unfortunately that's where we are. That says, "I didn't really know that that was that many hungry folks in town." What? What? I didn't know. We had homeless people. What? Well, then you ask them, well, where do you go? Well, I go here, 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 here. I ain't coming over there. Because right. I've been told, don't go over there. And they're old, and here they are. And you say, you have the means to help them. But now once they come over, we have people say, you know, I got more than enough 
finances and I got some clothes and I got some stuff that I can give these people because I really didn't know. And then they then they changed this and say, then you got the other group that says, now you got the accountability. The accountability, the other one said, like, I, although I know it, I'm not going to get involved. And you're still talking about a human being just as much of a human being as you are. Yep. And it's the tough part about it is that's that unbalanced thing. Yep. That's what they, there's no balance in it. They ain't no trying to be a balance in it. Don't want to know nothing about it. But I always tell, and we always say to people, once you know something, now you got to make a decision what you're going to do about it. So I just stay ignorant. As long yeah. as I stay ignorant, I ain't gonna, But once I know, well, like I said, when you find out something, you know it, now you got to make a decision. Yeah. So, so, and then you're going to have to be accountable not only to the folks around you, but eventually you'll be able to sound to your maker. You know what? I didn't know this. Yes, you did. Yes, you, you just chose not to do nothing about it. And with us today, it 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 tells me that it gives me hope. You know, because you're one, two generations behind. It gives me hope to see that there are people that's thinking like that, free thinking. Now, we grew up in a time where free thinking was it. We They, they encourage you to free think. Yeah. Now they encourage you, but here's the thing: you can get your head cut off for free thinking, <laughs> but we want you to think. Yeah, think for yourself. Do those things, and we thought of it, and we got educated, and we moved on. But all of a sudden, it comes in again. That same little, that same little thing is always undercurrent, always laying there. Yeah, oh, yeah okay, you yeah, kill me for a little while, but I'm, I'm still right there. You know, still, and all I got to do is get to the next generation. You know, you really, well, you really don't have to do this. And you don't have to do that. And, you know, it's, a, it's, it's really not going to make a difference because it's you're only one person. I think one person can make a difference. We've seen in history, one person can make a difference. But they got to know that there's, they're difference makers. I know what I always think about when you were saying about, um, the people that get taken advantage of always play on folks with low self-esteem. Yeah. Right. Those have no, they have no, no confidence in themselves. Yeah. They have no confidence in nothing. They're the most vulnerable of all. And if I can keep you in that state, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. that, it's like that ball player that said, I just can't take that jump shot. I just, I just ain't got it. I can't do it. You got the ability. You got the thought. You got all those things. I, I don't think That's I can a, make it. It's a quarterback that there's you got the quarterback that two quarterbacks they have the same arm the same arm strength the same ever, talent it's just that confidence to make the throw into the window that you got to make it into one guy's just <laughs> willing to do it he don't care he knows he can do it the other guy's just like ah, and you know and it's it's a really thin line you know from one to the other it is you know you can see you can see a quarterback go from one you go you, you know. Go from one team and that team, you know, maybe the, the leadership's bad or or the coach is not, you know, whatever. And he goes to another team. All of a sudden, he's all pro. What's the difference? It's in, uh, he has confidence and the belief, and then he the also belief. probably surrounded by folks that are like minded too. Yeah, yeah, like because you know, you know, we play on teams when you got guys that we can witness. I don't care what you say. Yeah. We can win this and we can do this. We're going to have to play together. We're going to yeah. do this. It's a whole different one than you're like, oh, man. 
I mean, we play we play flag football this year, and and I played in years past where our team was made up of older guys that were not the most athletic guys, not the most you know past their prime athletically, but you know what we played <laughs> as a team, and I knew where this guy was going to be when I was over here, and he knew where I was going to be, and he had that belief I was going to be, and I understood. When I'm running, you know, when you're running out to catch a pass, that when there's different defenses and there's zones and there's, you know, you have to sit in the zone instead of running through this. It don't matter how fast you run through a zone. Running through a zone is not how you get a pass. You know, not how you break the zone. You've got to find that hole in the zone. you yeah. got to settle down in it. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm 45 years old and can still go play flag football because I understand that. And, the key, <laughs> like, this year we had guys that they were some of the most athletic people I've ever played with, but – they didn't have that. They didn't have that understanding. Yeah. No. You know, so you have to. And they were on the unfortunate part for them, which was our downfall this year. Not only did they have not understanding, but they didn't want to listen to anybody. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, that's a whole that's other ball. Thing. That's a so whole other thing. Listen and they didn't want to listen. Hey, thing. I'm 45 years old. I I know. To you, I look like an old slow guy. But just let's have a two minute conversation on what you know. Just sit here. Just the no, scheme, I, yeah. I'm gonna run as fast as I can, and I'll, you know I'm, I'm gonna win. It doesn't work that way. And we have to admit, at one time we were on. Now we can say it now on this side. At one time we were that 18 year old. Absolutely, yeah. you, you Absolutely. old guys can't tell me nothing to do. I got Absolutely. this, but you get old, you say, wait a minute, you know. This is. I, I learned one thing when I played in the over 30 league. You run one, you stay down two, or vice versa. <laughs> when we're playing basketball, because <laughs> you ain't running the whole. There was a time when I come down, boom, we running, we running the whole yeah. time. We just run, but then you start saying, "Wait a minute, if you're gonna conserve, you run one and you stay one. Oh, yeah, yeah. You run one and you stay one." And I never forget, I got caught in. I got caught in that one time. Came off with a rebound wheel and passed it out and threw it out, and they took off and. A guy was six seven. He was six seven. He intercepted the pass. Now I'm back. I'm the only, I'm the last line of defense. Yeah. So he's coming at me. I'm six two. He's six seven. He big strong semi pro guy. He coming at me full speed, and he's got that eye that says I'm gonna posterize him because he a little guy. Yeah. And I backed up, backed up, but there's always that line. You say uh uh-uh, uh nope I not you're not gonna get me, and I. St- Stopped and planted, and he went up. Now, y'all, see, teaching, you can't, you don't catch it from here right. when you're dribbling. You got to bring it up. Right. I yeah. stuck my hand in. Right there. I right. stuck my hand in and pulled it out. Got a little bit of his hand, pulled it out. He went flailing. He went all over. He was, ah, he was flailing. And I said, he said, man, you supposed to let me just go over your head. No, no. No. No, whoa. no, no, I ain't doing whoa. that, man. Oh, no, I ain't no. doing it. He jumped up, wanted to fight he wanted to do that. The bench is clear. I just went all over to the bench and sat down. And the coach said, that's why I call you bad Because <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you remember, I was I got caught. I got caught. And he was coming at me, man, by one-on-one. But the foul line was my stop. I, no, you're not going. Because I know if you leave the foul line, he's going over my head. So I say that to say, we have stop lines. We're some places we not just we we just gotta say, okay, enough of this. Some of this stuff we're enough of this. 
And we're now at a point in time where it's enough of this because yeah. I'm concerned about our babies. I'm concerned about these young people and I'm concerned about even the older because I'm now old. <laughs> they taking old folks out of here too just as yeah. quick as the young yeah. folks. Yeah. They take, man, look here. Guy walk up and say, wow. Guy just happened down off town. He killed him. Initiation into a, into a gang. You got to kill an old person to get in the gang. 70 year old person lived their whole life and you just go take them out so you can get in the gang. No respect for life, no respect for authority, none of that stuff. And I can't blame a whole lot of it because I look at Capitol Hill and I look at Harrisburg, yeah. the same spirit is there. It's gangsterism. Thanks. No, there's no, and you want to jump on him and you just, what you say, you just terrorize the whole state, you just terrorize the whole nation. I'm, <clears throat> I wear the three piece suit. Yeah, you know I come. No terrorism is terrorism. I don't care what you 100%. say. Yeah. You you blow. I mean, I don't know. I have a real. I don't have a great view of of our foreign policy at all. And like like Will said earlier, it's just just because one person left and another person comes in, their same foreign policy is happening. You know, Joe Biden and Trump sold guns to the Saudi to Saudi Arabia that. Is you know doing humanitarian crisis and Yemen and all these places and you know and it's like I I just I know at some point there was probably times where we needed to go to war to you know do some stuff but like it feels like more often than not there's other reasons to do you know that that's happening. Well, one of the reasons well said it and you and we know it. Eisenhower. Yeah. See it. From experience. He didn't experience because he thought about it. Yeah. He was yeah. in World he was War One. Right. He saw the industrial military complex at its height. And he said, every time we get ready to do something, if something goes off like we're doing now, we will start a war. We'll kick off something. But at Just some point, don't you going. piss people off in other countries so much? Sure, but you don't care but, because you are the United States of America. Right, but but we're laying around, we're sitting around being angry with these other people in other countries that are t- supposed of terrorists, and we're sitting there. But we're terrorists. Yeah. We're terrorists right. of, the, of another power, right. <laughs> of another, of a whole nother level. Right. But we won't say that. Yeah, well, we won't say that. I'll say it. They will look at me like now, I'm a madman. We on, we on, we on, right? So, <laughs> terror so, is terror. Terror is terror. Right. That makes, now, I, this is the last thing. Well, what time are you supposed yeah, to go? Yeah, we're going to have to get out. Okay. Soon, yeah. The one thing I always think about, and, and, and I say it to you, I think we've lost the shimp, uh, the, the, the thought of relationship. Uh-huh. We don't relate to each other no more. We don't relate like we should. Yeah. Will is my nephew. By blood, with relations. I met you. Now I got a new relationship with you. People don't relate like they used to. They don't consider that you're just as human and you're just as strong and you're just as smart and you're just as, you all those things. We don't want to relate anymore. We just rather just talk about stuff. We rather just let it just go. But there's no relationship. All of us, have a relationship with each other, whether we like it or not. Whether we like it or not, we all have a relationship, whether we're, we're communists or whatever you are, 
we have a relationship. We still bleed, we still breathe, we still were born, and we still die. But how we relate to each other has got to change. Yeah. At one time, we related. You knew all your neighbors. Yeah. I grew absolutely. up in that area. You could leave your door open and nobody come in your house on Rainy Street. Yeah, right. <clears throat> Do that today. No, I'm bad with that. Like, I don't know any of my neighbors. Relationship. Huh. No, no, no. That has... That has one of the, that's one of my suggestions for <laughs> for my solution is let's get back to relating to each other. Yeah, and I think when I think about like not knowing my neighbors is because I've had experiences where like you know I just never had I don't know I just had bad neighbors and like we very keep to ourselves kind of people like we mm -hmm. just kind of like me and my wife we just we do our own thing we don't really care about what everybody else is doing. But can you? But can you? Can you place everybody in that category? Well, no. Because you don't know everybody. Right. See, and See, if and we I'm stop, selective. that's that, that Wilson, yeah, that's that selective. I'm but selective, then we can be yeah. prejudicial too because I got burned by these other folks. <laughs> right, right. And I, never give the other person even yeah, a chance. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I, I ran into, yeah, I, I ran into that a large part of my, like, yeah, I'd say for a good part of my life, I felt like, when I, when I first, you know, probably when I was around 17 or 18, and I know I said I got to wrap up, so I'm, no, I'm, so sorry, I'm, I'm be quick about that. But what I was saying is, is when I was about 17, 18, that's when I really started, like, getting ideas that I could see people around me, they weren't comfortable with them, right? And they, and they were like, well, why, why are you thinking this? Why are you studying that? And why? And... I think for most of my twenties, I, I, I lived like, um, I didn't give enough people chances because I felt like people at some point in time had been like, what, what you're becoming is unacceptable. So let, let so then I was like, well, if I'm unacceptable, then I guess that's just what I'm gonna be, and I don't really need to like I I'll go towards those, and I still do believe this. I'd much rather be somewhere where I'm celebrated than tolerated. That's you know? the word. I don't I don't I don't want to be around like I, I I don't like being in places where people are judging me, uh, for whatever reason and all this stuff, but at the same time. The other end of that is is that I now like I now fully understand that I probably severed uh, ties and things and and, and it, it's it's the reaction of uh, uh, kind of like uh, some sort of a trauma happening to you and then you kind of recoil from from things. You're like mm -hmm. I don't know how much I want to branch out because. You know, it's, it, it, it's it's hurtful to express yourself to the world, and then for the world to look at it and be like, "Oh, that there's something wrong with you." Right. right. <laughs> I mean, like for that's, sure. That's what, like so. Yeah. So I understand that fully, but I think and it's 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 almost becoming you know my interactions with people who may not be in the same medical or scientific philosophies as I am. I'm watching my I'm watching my conversations with them become far more like sometimes like a person be like, Well, you could be angry but I don't 
now more than ever, I feel like I have to extend the courtesy to them because I almost see it as some sort of, uh, in some days I see it as a psychosis of some kind where, where anytime a person is thinking that they have the only way, there is something up. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not that yeah. there's something up. And I, I have to remember that because the truth of the matter is, is if somebody did something right and they said, well, you know, they were brainwashed and something happened to them. And, stuff, and, 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 and you would understand that. You would understand like where, what happened. You're like, it's oh, like man. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. It's like, you it's got like everybody has Stockholm syndrome. And it's like, how am I going to blame you for being brainwashed? Right, like, I right, can't blame right. you for that. No, right. All I can do is extend some level of compassion to you and hope that you can one day extend that same level of compassion to me. Even though in my in my life, like I tell people, I give out a lot more love than I actually yeah, get back. See, I, so it's like I'm trying I, to strive to be to like, that level. So I'm like, in the level now where I'm like combative. But, you, but you're well on your way though, because yeah. if you didn't care, then you wouldn't have tried to have the nonprofit in in Baltimore. You wouldn't have tried that. That's a, that's, that's, but that's that's a different like. I feel like that's a different thing. Like I, I see what you mean. Like what what I mean. Like I'm combative in the sense of. Like, tr- <laughs> like trying to break what you're talking about. Like I'm trying to do it. I'm like a competitive you, way of doing it. You're like, rocking the shirt. You you saying? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I got my first compliment today. I'm all happy. Oh, really? like, shirt. I was like, yes. But at the same time, it's like I don't think you're trying to be competitive just to be competitive. No, you're I'm, trying to say I have a reason for what I'm saying. Yeah, you and I, You just want somebody to to recognize. And that's it. That. Don't don't dehumanize me definitely yeah. just because we 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 differ philosophically. That's the real point. Yeah. Just don't. I don't have the right to do that. I just. Mm. I mean, I I don't. And the crazy part is with a lot of the people who are doing it right uh, now. Uh, they've been talking about. Uh, these are the people who were talking about that things weren't tolerant enough. Civil rights. They were like. They were. The, you know. They, they, were, they, the they were just saying. Well, you should. To, to to respect people's sexual orientation, to respect people's color, to respect all this stuff, but you don't have to respect my right to bodily autonomy. I was that at doesn't protests. make sense. We had protests last year in Ephrata, uh and those same people that were protesting for civil rights are now telling me I have to get. <laughs> yeah, well, it's... so like I'm like I'm like that, that balance. Yeah, it, like it, 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 it ain't balance. You're not. You're not yeah. like hey, come on. We're here on one thing, but on this other thing, we're very much different because I believe they're two of the same. Well, something that's good that you said a minute ago, I think Will was, was, was saying, trying to say that too, was <coughs> you recognize that. You recognize that you're there. See, the biggest problem is people don't recognize that they had that issue. Yeah. See, till you recognize you're there, then yeah. you're not going to do nothing about it. And no, that's what I a lot of what Bill and Will say. Yeah. A lot of folks, they don't even recognize that they had that blinder that I think I have good days and bad days. There's some days where like I'm a lot better with it, and then there's other days where I'm like, okay, I'm, I get. I think it's like I get some days I get so sick of it, it puts me into like <laughs> a, a combative. Join the mode, club, brother. Join know? the club. Join so, the club. Join the club. I'm but, done. But no, I understand that. I wish that. I wish that. 
Well, I'm not gonna say that. I, I, we gotta go. My my daughter has a dance uh, dance thing Uh-oh. tonight. Yeah. That's that relationship. So, uh, oh you know? yeah. So I gotta keep balance in <laughs> harmony, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or at least attempt to. Okay. But um, Uncle Henry, thank you so much. Yes, for, this, for was, coming. this was awesome. Yeah, thank, thank you for you. doing this. Thank you. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it it was great to. I, I think people will will definitely get. Well, I know people will get stuff out of it. People are looking for people to be real. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, it was good. And you guys, thank you for taking the old fella <laughs> <laughs> and letting him, him listen to you. Because I listen more. You know, y'all don't know. You think I, y'all gave, I gave you something. Y'all gave me more than you could ever, you could ever know. Because, again, I can't be out there and talking to people and not know what I'm talking about. The worst thing you can have is somebody talking about stuff they don't know what they're talking right, about. Me right. trying to talk to a it's brain surgeon and say, and his language is insane. Yeah, he knows everything. Me talking to a a, a a a a police officer, you know, and the tactics and all those things, it's insane. You get too many people talking about stuff they have no clue what they're talking about, but they want to convince you that they do. Yeah. That's a dangerous, dangerous person. Dangerous yeah. person. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you for yeah. thank, thank you for being on. Thank you. Thank you very much. Awesome. That was great. And uh, for all you uh, with the, the millions and millions of people, That's right. <laughs> millions. <laughs> well, thank you for listening one more time. Thank you. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you next time. Later. Oh man, that's good.